The Driving While Awesome podcast is recorded live to SD card at the Beeline Motor Club in Santa Cruz, California. Where am I? And where are you? Can you imagine like, his head I being inside his little no. head? Egocidal vehiculum. There's no doubt Corvettes are fast. But what about the people that put their fingers over the license? Keichi <laughs> Tsuchiya. <laughs> Those cars have such a cute little face, you know? It's like a little, like a little salamander or something, you know? I'm riding dirty right now. Welcome to the Driving While Awesome podcast. Whoa. Oh, hello, guys. Welcome my name's to. My name's Lane. Uh, Mart. Well, Art, do you have anything to say? You have anything to say for yourself? Yeah. I'm, say, I'm, I'm a, not a nervous wreck, but I'm like. I think you're nervous you're now. You're kind of I'm a on, nervous wreck. I'm dude. on edge. I'm on edge. Um, I guess we can just kick it off with that right now since it's fresh, super fresh. I think it's um, nervous yeah. alley edition. I decided it. to drive the E30 down. I wasn't going to swap it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was not going to swap out the E30 just yet because uh, Nick is still working on my skyline. And uh, I, you know, it was a beautiful day out. Vintage driving. You know, I decided and for the listeners, Art lives about an hour away. Yeah. So in Silicon Valley, in Silicon Valley, we're using, marks. we're using quotes. Um, I don't know. For some reason, he lives on the peninsula. I live yeah, in the he peninsula. He likes to say Silicon Valley, but I think because yeah. people away from here yeah. don't know what the it's peninsula is. North means. Silicon Valley. Yeah. It's technically there. You know, Tesla was started in San Carlos. Uh, so we were a bunch yeah, of other companies. Um, yeah. I don't know if there is a definition. Oracle's right there. Oracle's right there. But. It, mm. So historically, actually, we're totally fucking deviated right now, by the way. Like, people can look this up. Historically, it was like the top was like Palo Alto yes. and the northernmost point, mm-hmm. and then it slowly moved up. And yeah. technically, even some people say San Francisco is now, but. Well, whatever. yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, yes. Or well, pre pandemic, maybe it yeah, was. Exactly. Anyways, uh, hour away. Hour away. Um, I'm in my 30. Vintage driving, I decided today. Have a nice little, little experience. And um, on the way over, I um, had a weird thing happen where my car, car didn't hiccup. It just started smoking a bunch and it was blue smoke coming out the back. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then like within 10 seconds, both the oil light above and the check little panel on the E30 came on as well as the low oil pressure light on the dash. And I'm like, well, that's very strange because I had checked the oil before I, like, you know, just a week ago. And so I pulled over as soon as I could. Uh, no noise at this point, nothing, everything's fine. I checked the oil level and it's like, I'd say about, it's, it's about a quarter full, which is low, but you know, um, and when I left here, it was, I, it was at half. Quarter so full. Quarter low. Quarter, uh, quarter low. sorry. <laughs> what quarter, does that mean? Quarter full. It's at the, qu- <laughs> yeah, yeah, or at the quarter, it's quarter up. Let's oh. say at the very top is full. Okay. It only a quarter had a quarter of, a ways of the dipstick. Oh, so, but, okay. So uh, it's, it's like, cause on old cars, that's a full quart to the bottom, right? Yeah. So it was about three quarters of a quart low. Let's yes. call it that. Yes. Right. Okay. Okay. So let's not not very low. Not call, very low. Gotcha. Yeah. It was it was within it was, the realm of being within of, of operation. Totally acceptable. Totally yes. acceptable. Uh, yes. And I'm just on the freeway driving normally. I'm not doing anything crazy. So I pull over. I have half a quart in my trunk. Any temp in the tires at this point? Uh, I hadn't gone <laughs> silly yet. Come on. Hadn't been uh, no dicking around. Okay. Not even I'm just a, curious. Not even a single I'm dicky. Trying to paint <laughs> some pictures. pictures. So um, I pull over. I have a half a quart in the trunk. I throw it in there um, and I fire the car back up and I get back on the freeway, drive over here. And at that point, um, 
the oil pressure light starts flickering and flickering and then it stays on and I'm still not getting any noise at this point. No clatter, no nothing. I'm cruising at 25 to 3000 RPM. Um, and, uh, about five miles out from here, it started clattering like crazy. So I spun a rod bearing. I believe that, um, it was due to a clogged oil pump or failing oil pump. The car had been sitting for close to a year. Um, I drove it pretty hard on the way home the other day. I'm sure I loosened some shit up, but I don't know. I, I, something's weird though, because, um, yeah, it, just, yeah. it could have nothing to do with that. Yeah, it could have just been the oil pump. It's an out. old ass I mean, yeah. oil pump. And yeah. the car, yeah, it's old 190,000 miles yeah, exactly. on this engine. Um, and it's been driven very hard <laughs> on yeah. multiple rallies for a thousand miles, uh, um, you know, per, um, yeah. That's weird though. Those motors are pretty, I don't know, they don't do that. They kind of just put up with a lot and, uh, no, it's not the, it's the oil pump. Yeah. Yeah. But, but not from sitting, just the oil pump went out. Right. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, or I don't know. I was just wondering like maybe if, if I, something got loose in there and I clogged it or it clogged up, I didn't clog it, but you know, from driving, yeah. but, but anyways, um, lost oil pressure, uh, about five miles out at, started clattering and, uh, the engine is toast, but I made it to beeline motor club. And, uh, this is where the engine will be swapped out, uh, eventually. So, uh, that was the, the last of that engine, a little Vikings funeral as they call it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You like, should let it just keep driving it around the block till oh, it just, goes. Whoa. I need to go full Hoonigan on it. And bap, 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 what, bap, if it bap, just, <laughs> what if it took forever? Like mine did. What if it, <laughs> you're, you're just driving around the block for 150 miles and then it finally goes. Well, there's that video of the Volvo 240 with a red block engine and he, I don't know if it's a trick, like a video trick, but I'm pretty sure it's not. Essentially they're just running it and take off the oil cap and they're putting like sand first. Oh yeah. And yeah. they put like nuts and bolts in it and they, you know, they keep putting like crazy. I think, you know, they eventually put like glue or something in there and it keeps running through all of it. I mean, it just, well, what was, wasn't there like a slick 50 ad or something where they drain the oil oh, right. up to your cars and the one with slick 50 last, like just keeps just keep running, running for like three, and five it, hours yeah. or and something. It was like a button wheel or something, right? Yeah, like they're on track. I yeah. think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And the other one like dies after two a lap yeah. or something like that. Cause it coats so. the walls and all the surfaces of everything. Exactly. Um, but yeah, see no slick 50 dude. I should have just run right. straight. Or around. what's the stuff right there? Lucas dude. Lucas. Yeah. Lucas oil. Yeah. Yeah. You put that stuff in. We know it coats the walls dude. We have to see it. We have the test. Yeah. I mean the oil too being just old isn't great for the oil pump. You know, it's, it's hydroscopic water so in it. Yeah, yeah. It could, could have just gotten absorbed. Yeah. Poor quality oil, even though it hasn't maybe I don't know when you did an oil change previously. But it's not that old. It's not I changed thing. it. It's yeah. not like his car's been there for five years. No, I know. I'm saying it's yeah. possible. And but it's in a dry environment. Right. I wouldn't so. think that's what happened, but it, I think there's a couple factors Bunch and of things, we'll yeah. find out. But. I changed it um before the last rally, and that was the last time. So I it had whatever, you know, maybe three thousand miles on it. Yeah. Before I parked it. And I didn't change it after that. But uh, yeah, something happened. Seems all, like him. Something happened. Something uh, happened. Side thing. All I see when I see that shirt is that little stuff. Oh, yeah. And I just want to paint it white. Yeah, I know that. Okay. Lane hates this uh, uh, Coda <laughs> shirt that we have that has the racetrack and like the outline is super it's fat. Just too accurate. Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> like too fat. <laughs> just make it a little thinner and it would have been fine. But they're, or thicker. They were like, ah. Oh. Yeah, it's crazy. Look man. at Warren looking at about to fucking kill myself. He's dying. So Harry, this Harry. is like this is the equivalent of someone taking a picture and cropping like the nose of a car, right? Exactly. Uh, it's, kind of yeah, yeah. it's like ah, it's like Dutch the nose kitchen. Oh god, Dutch angle. Like a, yeah. uh, like a 
Fisheye Dutch angle. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fisheye Dutch angle. Actually, that might be extreme enough to be fine. That's like Beastie Boys cover right? of an album. Yeah, or yeah. It's right? almost like yeah. fucked up enough where it's like yeah, just fucked like, up. Just That's made it cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll maybe uh, let that sink in and process the uh, BMW M20 dying a harsh death. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It How was many ca- miles I mean, it was on it? Kind of boring. 191,000 as of uh, rolling in right now. Probably TMU as well. Probably TMU. I mean, it's, it's, it, the odometer works, but I'm sure it's junked up at some point or stopped or like, they always yeah. die. Right. The, yeah. Those odometers always go yeah. out. Yeah. Usually. Yeah. Especially plastic gears. You know, they sit. Well, yep. Yeah. All right. Well, or when you reset them when you're driving, is that one of the things? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you blow, you mess it up. Like yeah. you actually when strip you're, the when gear. Yeah, exactly. Oh, really? I know. It's that's a problem with 944s. Too much for it to handle. Yeah. Yep. We do have questions though from Instagram. If you guys are down, you look down, Art. We have Super a question. Down. Cool. <laughs> Swedish Cadillac says, if you sell all of your current non-daily fun hobby cars, what fun car are you importing from Japan for roughly the same price? Re- re- repeat. Must no. be pre-98. Wait, this, this is, exact question. Is this the non-fun cars? Before it was the fun cars. Is that what he's doing right now? No, he's saying non-daily fun cars. Wait, so that's the, the same exact question. question. Same exact question. Sorry, Swedish Cadillac. We have to move on. We but before it was like the total, it was just worded different. It was the value of all your cars put together, which is the same thing. Mm, oh, by the way, it. I did verify. I was concerned that my choice was like maybe a 99, but there was a 1998 Skyline uh, Stagia 260 RS, which is the basically an R33 and later an R34 underneath, but it's a wagon version of that. Mm. So they did make one in 98. That was the first year of the 260 RS, Got which it. is like... Yeah, I'm glad you clarified that. I was really worried. Because I, 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 was, I know you were concerned. I know Warren dude. called me Well, I woke up at days ago. 5 in the morning and yeah. I called Lane. I was like, yeah, he's like was Stagia? Was, Stagia? I think it was, it was like 99? Cold sweats or just like... <laughs> warm sweats. Warm sweats. Still worried. I just really hope that you just like, it's like you're laying down and you just got straight yeah, up yeah. 90 degrees I bolted up. <laughs> boom yeah, yeah. like yeah. bill murray immediately ground, on the phone right? groundhog day uh bobby reed with the cars says what do you think of general motors decision to drop apple carplay in favor of an in-house solution it just really like really you know general motors is just killing it dude they're just i think they they had so much hate they f- switched their decision uh, uh, yeah oh I'll look hey it up. imagine coming to that conclusion like they just had a board meeting and they're like or some meeting they're like hey guys what if we did this everyone's like yeah totally and then they're I'm like let's announce like, it tomorrow i'm just wondering if they surveyed enough owners and they just don't and they maybe it's a regional Hell thing you know no, like dude. midwest like you know it's 60 plus demo they're just like driving the, along no going. they're all about they think they can make money on that that's their whole play because they want to they want to sell it yeah exactly so they I, think I, they I, can a, make money on content gm yeah. hires former apple executive no, to lead software after so announcing plans so they're like it's so you think they're like the, they think they're it's gonna like be able Kia to hiring the the Audi guy yeah so, so what, Ford mm. came out after that and said they said we're not. keeping it yeah. because yeah. we know we can't do it as good and we realize we lost that fight 10 years ago yep. yeah I mean there's we lost a, that battle yeah. everyone is pissed I can't imagine GM's gonna go through with it but they went they did Q so oh that think, was awesome that was so cool yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah everyone like that's literally why people said not to buy those cars I like to swap my cars with Q. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I retrofit. Nice, dude. On your BMWs and stuff? Yeah. yeah. I bet Brad and Brownell would do that. Yeah. Because it's like, it's that It makes it more miserable. Saw. He wants like misery. Right. Ooh. It's funny. Yeah. It's so shitty. Yeah. So shitty. So I was, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I think the, 
I'm not saying it was the right move. It's absolutely not the right move. But I wonder if like they had, they had numbers that stated, okay, there's a very large percentage of our consumer base that doesn't care about this product and the people that do might be willing to pay for it. I think that was the logic, right? Like it would be a smaller, because think of like the See, I think that's like not true that, though. I think they literally just think they can make money off of it. Yeah, that's bizarre. And I think that's the play. And they and it costs money. They have to right now. They're paying to license carpet. Yeah, it's expensive. So it's a cost as opposed to a money maker. Well, that's why like famously Ferrari charges like four grand, right? Because it's supposed to be really expensive. I know they have a bigger problem because of volume. Yeah, they also low volume CarPlay slash Apple or whatever also like has a lot of rules that they will not let you. They you have to stand by like no shoes, no shirt, no service. Exactly. Yeah, I like yeah. that rule. Yeah, yeah, no dice either. Yeah, no dice. Um, and ask gas or cash. Oh, exactly. But like the buttons have to be this exact shape. Yeah. The screen has to be um, a, a square. <laughs> yep. It has you know it can't There's be a round aspect screen. ratio. Like, yeah, 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 exactly. I said ask gas or cash. Not cast grass. Grass. <laughs> ask. What did you say? Gas. Cash. Cass? Gas? Gas. Gas instead of grass. Oh, okay, yeah. It's ass, grass, or cash. No one rides for free. Right. Yeah, and yeah, you yeah. said gas. Well, that's still a good but deal. Cash is the gas. Gas is I mean, the cash. maybe they want to use the cash for something else. You know? Why do uh, pumps shut off at $100? Not all of them do. But I, not all of them do. Know. But why do they? Uh, I don't Maybe stolen credit cards or something. I don't know. What, I don't know what the reason would be. Yeah. I have no idea. Or what is it? <laughs> I don't, I don't want to sell one. I know OPEC. during like the height of, shortage of uh, the cost of fuel. I could never. I was fill up every time pump. I'd fill up my wife's car or the Porsche. Yeah, I, I remember the first time I did it. I would fill up this car when I bought it, the 911. I'm pointing at in uh, near where I bought it in LA, and I'm like, oh my god, it landed right on a hundred dollars. I was like, <laughs> oh, you didn't realize it? No, pump. I didn't realize it. And then I'm like, yeah. oh, it has a 21 gallon tank. And well, you know. my Tundra. Every time I go, it's I get to about you know I don't know five sixths. Oh, five six. Five six. Is it as far as you go? How big is that tank, dog? 21, 22. Uh, yeah, this one's 22 or 21. Big dog. Yeah, yeah dude. Autobonds. Creatures. Yeah. yeah. Dia Dobro says track daily crush. Chevy HHR SS panel. Can you picture that in your mind? Yeah. Chrysler PT Cruiser Turbo Convertible. Is it a manual? We don't know. Oh, no. Hang on. Or a Scion XB, all manual, all in the worst color available. Oh, burgundy PT Cruiser. Actually, it did like a like a piss yellow, I think, too. It's kind of nice. What's that? What is the, I forget. Um, XB is the box. So I know, I know a, what the XB okay, is. Okay, it's Track Daily Crush. Okay, I tracked the SSR, SHR, SSR. Which And I think so, too. I tracked that, and then I daily the Scion. Yep. And I crushed that PT Cruiser. That's a turbo convertible manual. I don't care, dude. They Do you not care? Have, those are the worst cars ever made. I don't care. But you could be rolling mm. to rolling any deep is what you're saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I mean, I, I just, is I it, need to stay strong to my like beliefs but and my you, core values of hating PT Cruisers. Don't you song. think the Scion has more potential for track action? Probably because it's light. It's light. It's a little high revving Japanese four-cylinder. Instead of an HHR. But it's also probably the best daily. It's, yeah, the panel wouldn't be a bad daily. Hmm. Mm, no, I, I like I like the daily for the XB. I'm just trying to decide on the track. I mean, because is an, is an S, HHR SS, is that a Cobalt SS underneath? Probably. I think, I think yeah. so. And it is so, the panel, which is probably not the best the, version. But also, PT Cruising Convertible is well, not no, the no, best no, the version. panel, I think, looks the best. It's the most sleek. It's all oh, yeah, I'm, no yeah, windows. I'm saying yeah, maybe not the best uh, track version or whatever. But maybe it maybe. is. It's lighter. lighter. Oh, yeah, it doesn't no have glass. windows. 
Yeah. Isn't that Tim McNair had one? I think. Mm. I think so. Um, man, I just, the scion is such a little tin can. This is, it's the most tin canny of these choices, That's true. which but is, they, but yeah, like, hard but I think they're, they're all really fun. shitty. I think they're, they're all, kind of fun. They're all what they are. Shitty. I remember Danny George <laughs> had one. I got a ride in it. It was like somewhat comfortable for what, how small it was. By the way, Danny George is absolutely killing it in yeah. Costa Rica. Oh right dude. How's I, that? I, I, talked to him, follow, dude. I talked to him on Instagram. Yeah. We were messaging and, um, he's got quite a scene. I didn't realize it was such like a, Dude, he has two casitas a, with little pools. He has more a, too. It's insane. And then that bridge they have with the the river on their property, and that drive up to the top of the mountain. Yeah, with the views. And yeah, stuff. that's pretty sick. We gotta okay. go down there. Dude. I know. I I'm talked not, to yeah. uh, when I left. I was talking to Larry Chen about going with. Oh yeah, going right. there. Yeah, Larry's uh, all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just wanted to I wanted to see what platform the XB was built on. It's built on the NBC platform, which stands for. They had Seinfeld. Seinfeld. Seinfeld <laughs> yeah, Friends. friends. Uh, what's the Frasier. Paul Reiser one? Uh, Mary about you. Mad about you. Yeah. Just solid. Yeah. Uh, cheers. <laughs> Pretty big. New basic car. Ooh. Whoa. NBC. That's like the, uh, the postal service Jeep thing. Oh yeah. It's, it's like, like a, the long life car or something. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so check this out. Uh, it shares the platform with the first generation Vitz, which is actually a pretty cool little car. Mm. And they made little race cars out of, but I still, I just, it's more about being seen, right? Like, dude, like I don't want to be seen in an HHR or a fucking PT cruiser. Like an XP is kind of like a cool yeah, little car. Yeah, it's yeah. like not a, it's not a bad car. I don't think the HHR is a bad car to be dailing. They're so gross. Like look so at the, boomer, the interiors are so uh. gnarly. Yeah. But it, you can actually make a case for it being like decent what you're gonna looking. make it look cool like you're gonna put like dude what about a dice wood? on the mirror or wood? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, girl on the fucking How about dash? raccoon tail off <laughs> yeah, the antenna raccoon. brian nesbitt brian uh, nesbitt our boy this is an impossible question i don't even know what to say because uh, i think the pt cruiser turbo convertible is probably the most fun daily Dude, those that steering, dude. No, the lock to lock is Oh, like, your steering is what your oh problem is. Oh my god, they're so <laughs> the bad. Steering dude. that's like art with his uh, I mean, that was my biggest <laughs> hate of driving course. that car. It, like it was it made it undrivable around town. It's right. basically the newest version of your experience in that LeBaron, both of you. I'm looking at both of you right now. Oh, I mean, wow, dude. It is. How dare you? I'm just saying. I mean, you're so right. But yeah, you know, that's why I was like, <laughs> I mean, um, I don't but know. But I also yeah. wouldn't want to own the LeBaron convertible. Yeah, I, I'm going to stick to, I, I think we were on You're we're crushing on the, the LeBaron? Point. Yeah, I'm, I'm crushing. I mean, no. Yeah, I'll crush the shit out of it. Crushing PT Cruiser, HHR track car, XB daily, right? Is yeah, that that's what I said. I'm on the same yeah. boat. Yeah. Damn. All right. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I mean, you could flip flop those if you want, but I don't care. Like, just the PT Cruiser. What if I told dying. you the, the PT Cruiser is the most powerful? Does it affect yeah, your I, decision? No, no. Nope. Manual. Nope. Turbo. Convertible. Imagine how Purple. bad that manual is. Although it's probably just like the same as a, 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 um, a neon or a something. Neon. All right. Automotive Omnivore says, what are your opinions on recalled and repaired Volkswagen and Audi diesels? Everyone seemed to enjoy them when new, but I'm curious if that positive driving and ownership impression holds up post-recall alterations and with some miles and age. From everything I've heard, the it did, really didn't affect the driving uh, performance. And if you were lucky enough to get one right after the recall, you got like a 10-year warranty? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like five horsepower and it, it doesn't matter gallon, anyways because really? those things have no horsepower. Yeah. It was like they still have a wall of torque. There was a miles per gallon hit and I think it was like four or something. It yeah. wasn't like crazy, but it was, you know, yeah. something. But I think you got them repaired and it came with a 10-year warranty something and they crazy, were really yeah. affordable at the time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was pre-COVID. 
Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know what they've I done. I haven't heard now. anything bad about them. And now you're looking at the kind of old cars of the moment. Yeah. So, so it's, it's a like, different. It just comes down to condition and, yep. but I wouldn't be afraid of them at all. And, uh, they're, they're good. They're good. Uh, by the way, uh, John Greco automotive omnivore drives a, uh, newer Jaguar XJ, which is the floating B pillar one. And by the way, floating meaning they just put a black panel yeah, there, but, yeah. but you know, uh, yeah. not the old classic style yeah, yeah, yeah. XJ and he seems to love it. So yeah. I remember um, he had it at the shop a while. They need to fix bodywork yeah. or something. Yeah. I, I followed, uh, I followed John. That's yeah. He's a good follow. Ofuks 911 says, what's a car that other people like that you can't get behind? Ooh. I, I don't understand the Lagonda fascination. I don't, think, right. I don't well, think that's all fake. Is it really a Lagonda I mean, they're really interesting. I mean, they're total piles of shit. But like, and I think Farah's mentioned this and I'm on board with that concept. I feel like that is a car that if they went EV with, you know, and like you sort of kind of take that approach with it. Like, it's just so funky. Like, it's, they're just ridiculous looking. And yeah, they um, are I, crazy. Yeah. They're super uh, cool in person. Yeah. That's why I mean, I think they're just like, they're full on cartoony, you know, they're like a, like Corella DeVille or something. Yeah. The car. It's like someone know? sketched Yeah, it they're horrendous, but that, that makes it cool. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, they're very ugly for sure. The front end is so stupid. It's like yeah, this yeah. tiny little it's grill. Like this, like, yeah. If like a Countach was a sedan or something weird. It's got like, very, it's, it's like a campy kind of thing. I have a very, um, like the Homer car. <laughs> I have a very controversial uh, we'll be the judge of that. Very controversial yeah, choice yeah. for this. It's I, love a, this. I, I don't He's care like, for. I don't care for the PT Cruiser <laughs> for uh, two seventy five GTBs. Oh, you always we know this about. Everybody you. loves them, and they're really weird. I think they're just the proportions are kind of funky. It's like very bulbous, and like, and the eyes are too big in the front, like the they're, headlights. They're headlights, and they are they're bulbous. just. I don't know, man. I I, I don't, I don't know, like them. I can I understand what you're saying because I feel the same way about Daytonas. I yeah, and I really like Daytona. Daytonas. I just, yeah. unless it's competition, a competition Daytona, badass. I think they all get the right amount of love. It's like, you know, a decent amount of love. And Mira's, I'm in this, I'm definitely in the small camp of like, nah. Don't think they're like the most beautiful thing or whatever. They just have some angles to me that bother me and they're just, yeah. I they're definitely not like, it's not a lust worthy. Yeah. If you or, were like looking me. at the contemporaries, you've had them out on a, in a garage and it's like, you pick one, it would not be the mirror mm. for me. I think yeah. they're really beautiful, but it's not my favorite. I would pick a, I, I've said this before, another controversial thing, uh, mm. Alfa Romeo Tipo 33 Stradale is, I think, well, more, way more beautiful than a mirror. car is super rare. Yeah. Yeah. Um, very, very iconic. I'm trying to think of some other. How are you guys on uh, E-Type Jaguars? Uh, it has to be early. I like them a lot. It has to be covered headlights. It has to I be love the. Headlights. I love that exhaust, like hanging down, oh, sticking like out. Like, yeah, the way yeah. it does that downturn and everything. It's like so them. sick. And then yeah. kicking up the back. I think they're a great design. What do you think about, uh, you know, 2010 Mustangs? Not like a huge fan, but... <laughs> what about know? a Laguna Seca <laughs> edition, though, huh? Yeah. Uh, 2010 was better than the 05 through... Oh nine or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a little kick up on the rear. Look better. Mm. Uh, car. Uh, there's a lot of cars that I'm not into that people love, but I'm like the new Prius. I mean, <laughs> people love it. I think it's fake love. It's just fake. Like, yeah, because that's a uh, it's lust. The, it's what the it is. Uh, it's lust. It, that's just one of those things. It's like the newest thing, and then you're kind of wear it wears off. Yeah, kind of yeah. like the when everyone is going gaga about the. GR and then I mean I can definitely you know I reminded is, everyone that 
Subaru already has a car, and there's all these other cars that are already out that are the same yeah. thing, basically. This is uh, no news to the podcast listeners or to you both, but there's a very large portion of the automotive enthusiast population that adores Tesla and everything they do. And clearly that's one that we can all say, like, yeah, we yeah. don't. <laughs> There's a lot of haters too, though, right? It's very, it's a kind of polarizing company. It is a polarizing company, but if for the most part in our neck of the woods, if your, you know, friend's dad is like, yeah, I bought a Tesla. He's super proud of it. And you, it's just like cringeworthy. Yeah. Yeah. First point. Yep. For that's, that's one of those that's like more contemporary. Yeah. But you know, the other cars that come to mind that have a strong following would be like 2002 BMWs. I love them. Um, Porsche 911s, I don't have a strong hate for them at all. I just feel like they're, you know, there's too many people that like them, I guess. Yeah. It's like the, yeah. Well, yeah, that's like the Chicago choice, right? you know? They're pretty, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they suck. Yeah. It's like, I just, <laughs> I'm not going to be a bandwagon fan. Like, yeah, yeah. it's not in my uh, nature. But well, but you don't have to be. I don't think they're bad cars. As I'm saying, yeah, it's like, yeah. I'm not going to hate on them, but uh, yeah, I'm not, they're not for me particularly. Yeah, yeah. It also like, depends where, you, how you grew up or where, what you, cause totally. like, I would say I'm not a bandwagon fan of Porsche because I've been no. into Porsche since I was like four or something. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's what I would draw. That was, that was your thing. That was like, I would buy Porsche books and stuff. Exactly. I would buy Ferrari books too, but Porsche was like the one. Yep. Uh, but I, I understand where you're coming from. That's kind of why I don't understand a lot of the Japanese stuff. Like Integra Type R, like I'm like, oh, whatever. It's just an Integra. Yeah. You know, like it's not like a big deal. I remember like reading the stats and it's like zero to 60 in 6.9 seconds. I'm like, cool, dude, or 7.1 or whatever it was. You know, it's like, yeah, it's, it's not that big like, of a deal, yeah. right? Like, you well, that, that's your, not, I mean, but that's not why you like it, right? It's because well, no, but everything else. I realize that. I'm yeah. just saying I never, I never had that lust for those cars. So yeah. um, that's why I, you know, I wasn't, and I also didn't play like Gran Turismo and stuff. So I'm not into a lot of those cars. Like, oh, right. like Skylines, I think they're cool, but it's not like one of those cars I grew up like lusting after. Like you've always wanted if no, you get the chance to. No, no, to I buy never one. even was a, really on my radar, you know? Yeah, but what about a Trueno? Ooh, oh, now, now we're a talking. Soarer. Definitely not. Or a so Ford Ka. I, and this is, I think, fairly controversial for a large percentage of the population in the u.s like i don't really like early 70s muscle cars like late 60s early 70s it's not really my thing and 70s are so, gross like but i mean like the big chevelles yeah, you know, know like the 70 ss like chevelle like people 60s, love those I like 60s or like muscle. the nova of I that mean, they're, gen they're like definitely lower on the muscle car love though right like the big huge old yeah, but I mean, but like there was a whole class at like Detroit, remember? And people were like all yeah. about them. And like, they're just so weird to me. Like these like skinny ass little tires and they're Yeah, and they're huge, sucked like, away and yeah, it's kind of like 356 style. I think it's like, again, it's kind of what you're describing. It's a generational thing as a time and place. And like, you know, yeah, like they're, for, and my neighbor's really into him. Like he's an older dude and like he's a total boomer in that sense where it's like it's the all of the different option packages and like you could get all these different engines and transmissions and like and i can nerd out on that and it's, that's oh, like cool. 911 like, shit too exactly, right exactly yeah so that i can i can understand but like it's just not my thing like it's not it doesn't do anything that i'm interested in doing right like and of course it'll do burnouts and it'll probably launch fine if you put big slicks on it and shit but it's like not my thing um but yeah, that's, that's one. Like I, I saw a, a judge, a GT, like, what is that? Like a, that's an early seventies one. Right. Mm -hmm. And they're like interesting, right? Cool colors and sticker package and shit. But, but like, giant. I have zero interest in owning yeah. one ever. Like it yeah. just doesn't do anything for me, you know? 
Um, yeah, I don't think yeah. that's... I have to say, big shout out to Ofuks911. Uh, he went and picked up my wheels for my new X5. Um, there, I found a set in Sacramento. Sacktown, yeah. Yeah, so, and, um, you know, we're, we're regular DMers, you know? We, yeah, we, okay. we, we throw, you know, some wheels and ideas and stuff around on, D, on the DMs. He slides into the, my DMs. Okay. And then I slide into his. Okay. Uh, but he's really close to, like, you know, that huge dismantler area. What is it, like Rancho? Yeah, yeah Rancho Cordoba or whatever. Cucamonga. Whatever the hell that one is. Isn't that Rancho Cucamonga? I think, I think north is Cordoba and then south is Cucamonga. Oh, Cucamonga And they're both big south. dismantling places, which is confusing as shit. Ranchos, so, dude. And he's, like... Five minutes away from there, so uh, he went and grabbed them for me, and now we can coordinate because the price was right. Nice, um, yeah, sweet. Carissa dot KMR says, "How can we get some Fisker Karmas or DB nines to these events?" Is that a joke? I don't know. <laughs> I don't mind Fisker Karmas to what uh, events? DB nines, though. I don't understand. I don't, I don't understand Fisker Karmas. Yeah, I mean, they're interesting to look at. They're still them. making those stupid things. Well, they make them with a V8 now, it's right? It's called Karma. No, they're electric. Oh, they're all electric? It's like a real, they're trying to be a real company. Yeah, but no, real. didn't uh, uh, Bob Lutz take over and, and put yeah, V8s in them? For like a split for second. For a split second. Yeah, okay. and now it's Karma and they're an electric car company. And dude, they were at the expo I was at last week. Oh. It's so sad. It's the same body, same exact car, just has different door handles. Whoa. And it's like those and things the were like. interior is the same too? I didn't even look. I didn't care. Those things are so, in a, even when they came out, it's like I remember sitting in them. They're like this. They were so tight yeah, inside it's a and weird small for like right a big thing. car. Yeah. And they had like, that little GM four cylinder. That whatever. was the thing. It was a very complex car at yeah. initially, but maybe the all electric is a better way to go. I, just, I mean, definitely, but that's like such a stale yeah. product. Like I think they're niche. cool looking though. I mean, I, they, I, yeah, I, yeah. and I, they had cool paint and stuff like yeah. really good. They're pull, uh, when you see them on the road, they just stand out. Yeah. I think that uh, I would rather see DB nines personally. Cause I like DB nines. Um, those are yeah. cool. Um, yeah. He follows it up by saying, with all due respect. I um, think Carissa is a Oh, Carissa, woman. I'm sorry. Woman. Uh, I'm burned out of Porsche, Ferrari, and Mustang. She hates horses. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah, those are all horses. Yeah, there's a horse on a Porsche. Uh, John Rye says, race wars or hell track? What's your weapon for each? Or is it, I like, oh, I mean, hell track's way cooler. Wait, what? Hell track's uh, rad, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And what's your weapon? Race, but what's race wars? Race wars is race wars fast is and fast and furious. furious. Whoa, hey, look at this guy! What? Oh my god, dude! Man. You don't know? Do you know Come wars? on, man! Yeah, they go to race wars. That was the whole thing. That's where they get, Jesse uh, was going to race with his but dad. I'm, I'm in picturing like in a, in a the Browns versus in a, the Whites. You know, like well, in two thousand or whatever. No, Jesse Jesse went in the Jetta. Yeah, with the white Jetta. Is there? But he dreamed about going with his dad. Are there no, like uh, no cons- like the no, blacks no, no. versus the whites this is fighting? Like, this is full on racing Race wars. wars. Yeah, racing wars with a Z. Even by the way, are you guys excited about X? Ah, I've seen it. X gonna give it to yeah. you. You saw it? No, I got oh. I got tickets already. Oh, what? what? Yeah. Ooh, dude, I don't even know something? you anymore. Don't invite us. I don't well, know, no, I'm going to my work. Ah, my work. See, so like they bought tickets. Like, like your the, podcast isn't cool enough to I like. I didn't go. buy the tickets. My work bought tickets is it down for the everyone. Street? Yes. Like, oh, that place. Shoreline. Oh, dude. Well, let, uh, we want in. Tell yeah. us when. We'll go. Yeah, right. He's sick. Your little work party. <laughs> Race dude, work. I'm doing. Uh, I mean, hell I, tracks I, the shit, dude. I'm, I'm doing I, like I, a GT Pro Series or like a Hutch or something. So oh, Hutch at, is awesome. I just go Redline. I'm a, GT, I'm a GT guy, but I looked at the Mike's bikes, uh, Mike's BMX bikes yeah, in the guy, Texas. The guy that ghosted us. Yeah, and uh, he, 
I think he was just busy, but uh, it's a, a guy on Instagram that has a bike uh-huh. shop, but he restores these bikes. So we're talking about like re-chrome, all the shit. It, they're pretty cool. Very cool bikes. Um, three grand is what it costs for but there's a, there's so fucking just cool. a frame or a no, 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 oh, really really nice oh, cool. it's just so, crazy yeah it's not and, and then unrestored yeah. they're they just they sell so quick um yeah but he gets some good ones um but anyways ballpark you're looking at three grand maybe a so little more. he he told me that he makes them for a lot of like big names right now like a lot of like movie stars ask for them like he's doing like really high-end builds and like musicians and all kinds of people that are reaching out so Get some cook bros cranks on there dude, dude. his stuff is uni, really nice the uni seeds oh hell yeah so he's mike's bikes bmx and he got sued by mike's bikes like ah, the chain yeah yeah and so he said that he's going to be changing his name so he said keep an eye on these feeds oh shit yeah, um, did, you, yeah, yeah. did you um counsel him for that line Keep an eye on the feeds. I did cancel. That's why we didn't have him in Austin. <laughs> so what are you driving at Race Wars? I'm, I'm totally driving at Race Wars. What uh, are you driving, though? I know. I'm just wondering, man, what the hell am I going to drive? I'm definitely not driving the Jetta, uh, and I'm not going to drive the Honda 2000 with 100 grand under the hood. Um, oh, I, at uh, Race Wars, I'd be Mike Miranda. Hollywood's Mike Miranda. I think he flies off the track like four times during the race. Sick. They're like, there's Mike Miranda flying <laughs> off. Like, he's falling. Oh, yeah, he is. Um... I'm Let's definitely see. all in hell track GT, maybe oh, yeah. a dyno. Oh, dyno's like a that's Real, not a, that's not a good race bike though, dude. Really, they made some good ones. I think they're dyno's pro, pro models. Dyno's more of like a um like a hybrid bike, isn't it? Like, like a like, like a, a Prius. It's more like um like a street bike, like like flatland free flatlandish. Yeah. Oh yeah, you want to be like? Well, no, I'm coming from like I'm like the poor kid. Remember they like had the Mach One? Oh, it's like compete. it's not it's not the right tool yeah, for the like, job. He's gotcha. never gonna make it. He's only gonna uh, dyno. And I have to yeah, like yeah. Work my way up the gotcha. ranks. Yeah, I like it. Like dude. turtle. Okay. Yeah, like turtle. Dude, you'd be yeah, way yeah. cooler if you had a huffy. Like you like like yeah, really I'm not poor. Going that far. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm not a fucking dirtbag. I'm just poor, dude. I'm not like exactly. I don't like. Yeah, yeah. You're. Yeah. I was gonna say though about race wars. I I would go full cheap mode, dude. I would go with a Supra Nos. I'll look okay. good. Yeah. Nice. Dude, That's I'll good. take that. Uh, I'll just go with a, I'll go with a, I want to go like different, dude. I want to do something totally. I want to, I want to be like Jesse, but Jesse's little brother. So I'll okay. have like a golf GTI. Corrado or something. Or dude, GTI, you go like, a, like a turbo samurai. That'd be so pretty. Hard. I don't even see it coming. Does it have to be Japanese? Mm, no, no, no they have, what's his name? Oh, can Tur- I do a Tur- VW Tur- bug? You can do anything, yeah. yeah. Like the full on, like the the full race car version, you know, yeah. all wheel yes. drive, like killer. Did you see that? Uh, not really related, but that Carmen Ghia on Bring a Trailer. Yeah, like singerized one. Yeah, no, yeah. I was using. Oh, you talking loosely. about the cup? Yeah, silver one or whatever? So yeah, nice. cup. A cup. cup That's bug, pretty interesting. Say. Cup bug. Um, yeah, that thing was very yeah. nice. So rad. How much did it sell for? I don't know. Hmm. I really like it. Mr. Lovrak says, do you think numbers matching engines and transmissions will matter to buyers and owners moving forward for rad era, Radwood era cars like they do for older, more vintage cars? Good question. It Um, hasn't seemed to. I think it helps, but there are so many cars that can be upgraded due to like a better transmission. I don't. Yeah, I feel like it doesn't even matter that much. Like you have to look at Radwood or they almost follow the, the Porsche model or something more like. They are more like, acceptable for modifications. But I yeah. think if you had two next to each other and, and they're similar conditions, similar mileage, and one 
has yeah. its original and engine. And it has original paint and it has original that's everything. It's going to be Well, worth it also more. depends on the model, right? Like if it's a special model. Like yeah. I know ITRs 100%. It's like a 10 to $15,000 like ding if they don't have the original engine. That makes engine. sense. Because yeah. you can get like JDM spec B18C5s all day long. They're really, they're relatively inexpensive um, because they made way more. And the US spec ones are way more rare, right? So like if you have a US spec engine in your car um, and the transmissions are different too, like there's all, all of those things. I think with a... Like any kind of limited edition or any sort of special model, it, it definitely makes a difference. Um, overall, though, I think it's more like a condition and all of those other things. Like if you end up swapping, it is less relevant yeah. for like a non-special car. Because, I mean, like you see Mark 1 GTIs like that are super pristine, restored with like, you know, rebuilt engines or different. It doesn't even matter, right? Like a 16 valve or whatever that are going for big money. Yeah. But it's sort of irrelevant. And I think that is a good point because that car needs more power and that's like an easy swap and kind of like a... You're do, modernizing it a bit. Do they even like stamp them that way? Or is that, I, I mean, don't know. You don't hear about like matching... I don't know. It's not. It has I wouldn't know deal, how to tell. Dude. Yeah, it you feels like, like it's such it was, a big deal with old like Chevys and Fords yeah. or whatever. But like if I was looking at a Mark One GTI and it had the original like the original type of engine, yeah, I wouldn't know if it was original to the car. Yeah, I mean unless I don't know how to tell. Do you? Yeah, it's not a K code. I'm wondering, yeah, if like an S like an E36 or something. Like, do they have a tag or something that matches the VIN? I'm not sure. Maybe, could be um, RPM X. One oh oh, not zero zero. Lane grade shots from Luft. Oh, good. I was about to say I don't like that handle. Sorry, I didn't <laughs> see you lobbying uh, Pilo to make NorCal a regular destination every other year, maybe for Luft. Where should the next one be down there in the eight three one? Oh shit! I like it being in SoCal, dude. It makes it more of like an adventure, but. Uh, if the it was going to be up here, the boardwalk. Yeah. Definitely the boardwalk. Should be at the boardwalk, and it'll have to be in the off-season. Or, yeah, off-season, because I was going to say weekday, but no one's going to want to go to weekday. That would be rad, like but, a full amusement park. Yeah, off-season amusement park. They could probably pull it off. Dude, um, you do that whole, the train track out front would have, like, the lineup of cars. All through the rides. And then all through the rides. Cool little yeah. spots. Um, yeah, that could work. It, yeah. What's what's the area code for Moss Landing? Is that uh, a one? Yeah, I, I would take over yeah, that power plant. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, oh, Moss Landing power plant? Yeah, that would be cool. It's. I like the boardwalk, though. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, dude, so real quick, by the way, you totally kind of blew his uh, handle apart here. It's RPM times 100 because it's an old school style tack. No, you know, I know, but it's, it's like 100. It's not zeros. I mean, Those are it's lowercase. 100. It's dude, not they're lowercase. 100. Oh. They're lowercase O's. Use the zeros if you want. Is it? O Fuchs 911 or is it zero Fuchs 911? It's O. Oh, okay. But it's supposed to be Zo. Zero. Zo? Because he's I like, no Fuchs. So what? It's no Fuchs. Yeah, it's right. no Fuchs because he runs like, he had a 911 with he doesn't some other reels. He doesn't run any Fuchs. Yeah, like all of his, yeah, it's, didn't it's like call thing, it, right? didn't say no Fuchs. Maybe it wasn't available. Well, maybe know. not, but then you got to more, get more creative instead of O Fuchs. I mean, that's pretty... It works. Not Zofux. Zofux. <laughs> <laughs> I just use Zofux. Anyways. Um, yeah, Boardwalk. Boardwalk. Definitely. That's where it should be. I for agree. Sure. Uh, Ditto's dad. See, I almost said Dido's dad, which I always like saying. It's kind of fun. Did you guys see that Paul Kramer went on a dramatic pause car rally? Another dramatic, dramatic pause in oh. Northern California. Yeah. Oh, is that the one for the Luft thing? She went to Luft, right? Yeah, yeah. Red Change. It looks like they drove on a lot of highways. And Red Change. I like that handle. With all the Porsche content due to Luft, 
Can we get some VW Audi appreciation? That being said, given the option to build your fun car around Volkswagen's VR6 or Audi's five-cylinder turbo, which would you go for? By the way, love that your format is back to how it was pre-Haggerty. Whoa, is it different? Reg. Um, well, Lane talked about doing an Audi five-cylinder for a little swap or Yeah, yeah, I love the Audi five-cylinder. What car were you going to swap it in? 944. That's right. Yeah. Um, VR6, I mean... VR6 I is cool. I don't lust but for I, it. I, we yeah. talked about this Audi before. Audi 5-cylinder is way cooler. Wait, yeah, for sure. And you can say Audi yeah. 5. Yeah, exactly. And Audi 5000. Audi 5000. Yeah, yeah. I, I would absolutely build an Audi 5 as um, well. But yeah, we didn't go to any VW shows lately, so we can't really... Like, it's just different, you know? Uh, like, but I wanted to go to... There was Volkswagens in the park at Kelly Park. I wanted to go to that I wanted too. to go, and it was like that. I had a whole... I don't know. I went and to the, something the day before, and and the BMW 2002 show just happened. Yeah, that's a little stale, but I know. But uh, Forrest was there. He had a really always nice the same exact cars, like never changes. I know you got to get new blood in there. Yeah. Um, the other thing too is cool Audis are hard to find. Yes, I do never. I do never. <laughs> Dude, I do never see them. I do never. I see look them. up for Audi four thousand Quattro every once in a while, and there's none. There's just zero, dude. I have a yeah. I'll look up pre like basically Radwood era. I know Scott Audis. just bought one, and he said it's like beat, and he got it in Canada. Four thousand, yeah, yeah, yeah oh, four thousand yeah. Quattro, and he said it has like issues, and he paid way too much. But yeah, there's a, there was an Audi V eight, uh, Audi V eight Quattro on bring a trailer. Those are so those rad. things look so good, They're dude. So rad, They're but it, so it had like needs, you know. And I'm why like, do they look so good? Like, what is it that looks and looks? Is it those headlights are squared off? Good taillights. I think it's the all right. right taillights are super sick. cool too. It's wide. It's low. Yeah. They look like a. Uh, a dude, they're car. so rad. Yeah, I yeah. think that's one of those. If you could just snap your finger How and singerize one. How about a twin five-cylinder turbo swap in one of those? <laughs> that's the way you Dang, go. Dang, dude. B10. And yeah, uh, we always give Volkswagen love. I mean, Mark II GTIs, Mark I GTIs, we as love As much that. as possible, dude. And Mark yeah. Sevens, we're always mentoring Mark Sevens. Anigans, holler yeah. for sure. Like I mean, but we all we've all obsessed over the IMSA GTO, like you know Audi ninety or whatever so the hell that good. thing is. Uh, like the, Audi two hundred is it? Or I don't know the one that we see at Laguna. Yeah, all I think time, it's a two hundred. Super it? loud it's, blow it's off bigger, valve, yeah. and that's a five cylinder so turbo, good. super rad car. Yeah, it sounds insane. The colors, yeah. everything. The photographer's garage. I got it right this time. Photographers. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what my mind wants to do. Welcome to Celica Talk. Pick your Celica from this list. 1977 Liftback 18RG. That's the dual overhead cam that we didn't get. Yeah, it's the Japanese one. Yeah. Love the RG. 1985 GTS Coupe. This is my jam. The ST165 All Track. Was that what you had? That's the first gen. Oh, the oh, most squared, squared off. off yeah. Or the ST185 All Track. That's what I had. That's what you had. And no, you can't go off script and say the ST205 lane with Castrol livery. Uh, is that the 70, like, yeah. three or whatever? I think it's That's later. the one with the exposed round oh, headlights okay. then, instead yeah, yeah. of the pop-ups. Yeah. Um, uh, can I go, like, I really 74? Is that oh, look script? at him. He's going off script. No, you can't. Yeah, I want first. It says time. right there, no, you can't. Dude, liftback is so cool, though. Like, we yeah, just yeah. got a shitty version, but, like. No, that, I know, but the early one's even better looking. Yeah, I like them both. Uh, I would go lift back out of all those just because I'm in a vintage mood today. Oh, vintage I, mood, just I've like always, I was earlier today. I've always loved the GTS Coupe, but um, it would have to be a hatchback from the 77? No, 85. Oh, okay. GT, he says Coupe, which... Uh, that's a notch. It's a notch. Yeah, huh? those are kind of whack. I can't go with yeah, that. I don't like that. 
There's a rally one that they made that's pretty cool though. Uh, I'd probably yeah. do the ST165, the first gen. Yeah, I, I really, I mean, I had an ST185 and I loved it. They're awesome. Um, but I would go 77 JDM spec twin cam. That's like a cool little motor that Yamaha made for them. Yeah, high revving, decent power, like 145 horsepower out of a little 200 two liter, I think. Uh, sounds good. I'd probably go with that. Nice. Joe Polo 68 says, what was a project on any of your cars past or present, which drove you crazy yet you did not want to get into repairing it? I'll start. Mitsubishi Mighty Max and inter- intermittent, uh, what was I calling it? Wandering idle. So yeah, it, yeah, would, yeah. it would go, like go 2,500 RPMs boom, and stick there. It would, it, would, it would hunt That's horrible. Up and down, surge, or it'd go really low, like almost stalling. And I think it needed a throttle body or like take it apart and clean it. But it was a major, it would have been like a lot of little seals and hoses and yeah. gaskets that I didn't want to deal with. And I didn't deal with it. The worst part was the intermittent. So I could drive it one day and it was fine. And the next time it was like almost undrivable. So that sucks. That was no bueno. I I don't know. I can't say I've had anything that I didn't tackle. Drove you crazy, but you didn't really no, want to get into it. No, there's nothing I didn't it. like remedy. What about you had a pole in your 944 to hold up the hatch? No, but that's not a, that was oh, just didn't because do it on purpose. That's because yeah. if you do it, it delams the, oh, yeah. the rear. It's I not figured like, that I'm trying to think of something that you had to deal with that you were like, I'll just work around it instead of fix it. I don't know. I can't think of anything in any car I've had. I'm not a piece of shit. I think you are. <laughs> uh, hmm. Yeah, I'm thinking. I'm thinking like of a like some rattle that's like impossible to get to or some shit like that, right? Like, or maybe some like power option that like oh the seat doesn't do the or I don't oh, know dude, something I, like I that. like to disassemble switches, so you know, <laughs> old springs <laughs> bounce everywhere. Yeah, yeah. in in something, <clears throat> it's like. Not really that big of a deal, but at the same time, it kind of should be fixed. And it, yeah, I don't know about driving. Okay, the E36 I just oh, got I rid of. It, it didn't. Uh, the seat wouldn't go up. The backrest wouldn't. It, it would only go backwards. It was a power. Yeah, and it yeah. was a little too far back, and it was a gear was broken. But I had that car for like three three months. I know, but that's one of the so, things you're in every day, and you're going like, yeah, yeah I wish. But I, I drove it. I commuted in it for three weeks, so it wasn't. Was that it? Something like that. Nah, yeah. I think it was more than that. I don't think so. Maybe more. But it it, it fits the bill though, right? Like yeah. you could have fixed it and you didn't care. But I sold it. it. That's how I fixed it. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Mighty Max. I mean, I did the same. It was like, I mean, I had that car for eight months total and yeah. commuted in it for a month. And yeah. I mean, I feel like I've done this with like a rear main seal or something, you know, where it's kind of like, eh. It, oh, it oil leaks. Oil, that's true. Whatever. Yeah. Like I've, I've had a, that. Just I've put a pan that. under it. Like, I don't want to deal with it, you know. Yeah, yeah. I've had leaky oil pans for sure that I didn't want to deal with because it required removing the subframe and shit. Like, I, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, oh, I have one for my Skyline. So... Did you guys notice that there is a little beetle inside of my gauge cluster? Oh, yeah, so I saw annoying. it. It's huge. It's, it's not that little. It's like uh, like four millimeters across. It's, it's like big. the size of a ladybug. Yes. It's like the size of a ladybug. And so Nailed I don't bigger. know when it showed up, but it crawled into my gauge cluster and died in uh, there. And it's classic. like, and it's at the very bottom left of the cluster. So it's basically like on the, it's on the temperature gauge where the cool is like the seat. How has he not posted this yet? Like, That's I true. wish this ladybug had a leaf to lie on or something. <laughs> right. With like, a picture of a leaf next to it. <laughs> or it needs, it's like the spiritual journey that yeah. this went through. He's yeah. been encapsulated in a tomb. Yeah. Skyline. So dude, I mean. 
it's an ordeal to remove the cluster just to remove the cluster and then you have to disassemble the cluster is it dash out dude no it's like the whole center console all of the plastics because Terrible. it's all attached so Why do you they have do to, that you have to remove all so of that shit and then plugs and all this ah. stuff and then pull the cluster out and then break the cluster apart and then just to get a stupid ass bug that decided to crawl in there and die so it's a it's like where the c is on the cold on my temp gauge that's where it is it lives right there so <laughs> what's his name c <laughs> yeah cc c c dog so, so yeah. my uh tundra the the light for the prindle on drive is out what's a prindle park reverse neutral it's, drive it's low. kind of like a grundle but like a, a grundle but it's a prindle anyways the the light for drive is out oh so it's just you know it's an old truck 20 yeah, yeah, yeah. 23 years old and uh, it's one of those like to fix it it's such a pain i know it's in drive if the lights, you know, it's not in any yeah, other gear, yeah, but know, three down, dude. But you know, it'd be nice to have it on. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. drive me crazy. I kind of want to have Nick do this because it's just, it does bother me. It's obvious. And my cluster's so clean and nice and all the, everything's bright. And then I have a stupid ass dried up CC. bug right there. Ah, he's not yep. stupid. That, oh, that's yeah. a pretty he's cool not, move. He's not stupid. It's a cool move to yeah. sacrifice himself. Like all of his other friends are just dying in like gardens and stuff. He's yeah, like, this guy's like, skyline. Fuck yeah, you're yeah. right. He's Fast, hitting. Fast and the Furious Race Wars, I think is what they call it. He was hoping to make it to Race Wars. Croc GT4. What up, Croc? Today, Porsche announced the GT4 RS Spider. Aside from the fact that the intake noise is deleted, are we reaching the max limit of ADMs? That's added dealer markups. Fuck's sake, there's no room left <laughs> for those of us that actually drive these cars. 148,800 miles on his GT4. Hell yeah. And counting, and I don't give a fuck anymore. Oh yeah, uh, ADMs are ridiculous on all these cars. Well, but uh, are they I, already announcing it or no, something? No, but I mean, it's gonna have. He's ADM. just saying that it's he, gonna be. He insane. knows it will. But uh, intake noise is not deleted. I don't understand that. Well, because it goes into the cabin. Remember, dude? Like the way have the, you seen the way this thing is? It, it's I right have next it. To I, the it's on top of the freaking back, oh, right next to your cooler. head. Yeah, but also fucking top off. Yeah, so top like, off. That's like that alone. Boxers are crazy. Intake noise when you drive them. Yeah. I yeah. didn't know that they actually still route Dude, it. So like no, here. it has like a uh, look at the picture of it on top of the rear fender, like right next to your head yeah. is an intake right there. Like an cool. X. Yeah. That's so, awesome. I bet it sounds amazing. So yeah, it's definitely not, not deleted. Oh yeah, dude. I see it. I'm looking at the shark works post because yeah. they mentioned it. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it looks like an amazing car. By the uh, way, a uh, special shout out to Phil Croc. Uh, give him a follow. If you're not already following him, Croc GT4 on the instas. Um, he recently posted about his, uh, ceramic brakes. Oh yeah. It's so wild. He has 148,000 miles on his GT4 and the brakes are almost brand new. They've Dude, been, they have like a tenth gone. And or these are not 148,000 miles of like driving to work and back. This is Highway 1, like hills, and rallies, acceleration, rallies, some track days. Highway this 1, Highway these, 1, Highway yeah. 1. They're awesome. Yeah, yeah. 150,000 miles with almost zero wear. That's incredible. Dude, yeah. I think he would have done normal brakes, let's say 30,000 miles, and that's like. Porsches have yeah. a long brake oh, yeah, life, yeah. right? Like, and they'd that's be expensive. Like, and and uh, so that would be five times he would do brake. And brakes are probably around like two, like eighteen hundred or two grand just in in materials plus labor. Yeah, dude, this is almost to the point where you think that Brembo, who makes these brakes for Porsche, I believe, um, is probably looking at it like, yeah, we don't have to make them so yeah. tough. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we probably dial it back a little it's bit an and yeah. charge more, right? Because yeah. they're just too good mm -hmm. anyways uh yeah shout out to phil here you're, you're killing it but that's pretty insane i mean it does put 
put it into perspective where you're like, why wouldn't you get the well the initially? Ceramics? Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. <laughs> so totally I, apparently, we're just I'm looking at oh, I'm and, trying to, and no brake dust. No brake dust. Is so so cool. nice. That's like my favorite thing about yeah, these, yeah. dude. These I go on one drive in my car. I brake dust. Yeah, brake dust is awesome. Um, or lack of <laughs> <laughs> lack of rather. Uh, brake dust rules. Major so benefit. So I was just looking to see how much the stock brake rotors would be for a full set, and I'm seeing numbers all over the place. But it's going to be about three grand to get just rotors. Uh, steel. If you're going to go steel, plus the labors you're describing, plus pads, right? But I do recall this on from Ferrari people. Um, they recommend that if you're going to be tracking your car regularly, yeah, then you put the, then you do run steel because yeah, but that's like old. Uh, I mean, so everyone did that with like nine nine sixes with the. So uh, is option. this new fucking ceramic compound? Maybe know. the way, way the way the reason they recommend that is just because the cost is so much to replace them. Right. So they're saying that you'll wear them out and then you'll have to re- you'll have to replace For them. Sure. So might as well go to steels because it's cheaper to replace right. if you're putting tons of track miles on. But I think this is proving that. Um, but this maybe? is kind of proving that. Like, I mean, if they last five times longer on the track, then it'll still be worth, it still pays out. Right. Yeah. You have I, to think, replace so those, yeah. So. I wonder if it's like this, if it's a Porsche specific product that's doing this, you know, or if it's been, they've improved that this much. This is also the gen, then. whatever, three or four, whatever. I don't Multiple know. iterations. Yeah, yeah. Cause it came out, they came out on was nine, it? nine, six turbo. Was it? Shit. I can't remember. Or was it, it was definitely nine, nine, six. Was it 993 Turbo S or 993? Maybe, maybe it was 993 Turbo S. I can't S. remember. You're yeah. right. But, I mean, it's been a while. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's been, been a long this time. This is the, uh, so the 2016 GT4 has the third generation Brembo okay. PCCB setup. And they're absolutely brilliant. It's yeah. awesome. So uh, no squeal, no fade, no brake dust, and they haven't worn out at all. But brake dust is rad, bro. No brake dust because there's, like, no material leaving at all. I mean, he yeah. said he's lost, what, like... Pads though don't even yeah just don't it's heat crazy. up. It's the, all heat I mean, dissipation. He said the pads have they're ninety percent life left. I know. That's it's really cool. It's a by the way, um, you know uh, what's it called? I I drove my E thirty here, you know, uh, Viking funeral and all, and I was really happy to to I was going oh, to report no guys squeal that my HP pluses, which I put mm. on there years ago and I did my chamfering yeah. and my greasing as I usually do. They still don't squeal. Well, and I mean, I've heard yeah. them squeal before though. Squealy dance. Well, I've heard them too. I think when you get them up to temp, they, they'll do something. <laughs> He's like, but, these but, wild claims. On the way down here though, yeah, yeah. they didn't squeal at all. Yeah, so okay. um, that's good. They do a good job. the knock was so loud. You couldn't hear the squeal. That's true. Yeah. Rod knock. Ben Roger says, seems like a lot of roads are in rallyable condition based on trips friends are taking. When is the next DWA rally? Rallyable. Well, Art didn't reply to a text message we sent out yesterday. But, oh, yeah. Um, I think what we're going to do is uh, we're going to do some rally from homes if you were around during COVID and uh, rallied with us. Like full day rallies, half day rallies, a combination thereof. And then we're going to plan our big rally in the fall. So we're going to still get together and kind of get in where you fit in. But then... Uh, Something something coming for, we're thinking October. So we will put that out as a save the date ASAP. But that's what it's looking like right now, including something for Car Week. So holler at your boys. George Komoto says, what about the mobile eye... Mobile Eye. Yeah, I'm looking it up. I don't know. Dude, so I can tell you guys what it is. What about, like, okay, let me read the question. What about the Mobile Eye and Porsche partnership that's now drowned out by the Spider RS teaser? Seems like seems like they're becoming less of a driving experience company. Okay, so Mobile Eye is just 
It's basically um, it's basically like all the new cars have where it super cruise or whatever. It's like super oh. cruise. It's just sensing everything around you, seeing so that when you're driving at low speeds, it's like Mercedes has Audi, yep. every you know every yep. company Got Tesla, it. so you could drive at low speeds and not have your hands on the wheel. You know, it's a it's a it's a help. You know, it's a it's a cruise control sure. help you drive thing. Yeah. Um, Porsche partnered and said they're going to use it on some cars in the future, probably. Oh, so I figured they're that big have of that. a. Yeah, it's not that big of a thing. They don't have that in a Taycan. I or a, believe Taycan probably already has something like Cayenne? that, but this is a more advanced system. Yeah. And it's just for so it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I can see it being. I don't like see it's just you check a box. And I also don't see it as like a big news article. It wouldn't be a big. It's not like a big announcement. It's just like yeah, they're my, using this other, this software that already exists um, rather than like creating their own, you know? Yeah. My thought would be what took them so long. Yeah, exactly. Where, where has that been? Because you don't yeah, have to. I mean, have we it. have Macans, t- Taycans. Yeah. Big uh, old Cayennes. Cayennes. Like people are just using those yeah. to drive to. And then soccer. 911s too. I mean, I could see like if you're, Football. if you're driving, like why wouldn't you, why, like, of course they're going to offer that on a. Well, it's sort of like the argument to say. In my driving car, I don't want a good stereo. I want to listen to the engine. It's like, yeah, no, yeah. if you're really driving your car, you want creature comforts. You want yes. good stereo. You want distance cruise control, things like that, really. So, yeah. And we've all experienced that, like, the drive to the rally yeah. is pretty shitty if you don't have all this stuff. Yeah. Right? Or, like, to lift. You're going to yeah, drive yeah. six hours yeah. in your car. Like, it's not bad to have. Yeah. Let's have a stereo. Let's have it. Yeah. 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 So, I'm with you. Right. Mobile Eye. I don't love that name. Yeah, I'm looking at it. I'm reading about it. It's it's full it's on. It's very ADAS. basic, it's the same right? Stuff. It's like yeah, the it's, most. Yeah. But this one actually will automatically pass slower vehicles based on your settings and yeah. like all this other shit. But it's it's the same stuff that we yeah, uh, just like a more advanced version of it. Adam clicks. Last question. It's a long one. Opinions on the second gen Ford Raptor as a third car. I'm gonna leave it there. There's a lot more. Is this goes is into, the second gen? the big v8 or is the second gen the six cylinder all right i'll finish the question i hate the six cylinder we have so a crossover sound he has an audi q5 and a manual ctsv sedan which is pretty rad and commute is walking distance believe it or not the raptor is likely to be more practical than my current overland build that i haven't used for its intended purpose in over two years yes i became that guy unintentionally but i'm licking my wounds we still go into the outdoors, but with dogs and family, the whole overland thing just isn't viable as much anymore. Or do I just use the $70,000 as a down payment on a little cabin instead? Hashtag big scrappy bulldog problems. <laughs> I like it. That's very yeah. good. Um, so I've heard it. I've driven the first gen Raptor quite a bit around. Uh, I heard the second gen is much better and it rides the great. The six cylinder one? No, no, I, I don't know about power, but like it rides really well. And I'm pretty the sure the second gen is the six cylinder, which sounds horrible. Interior's better, but yeah, yeah, I don't know about anything past that. Yeah, I don't know. They're all fine, I think. Yeah, um, one of my coworkers has a V8 one, which is the first gen, I guess, but it's an update. So they had that first year where they had the anemics eight cylinder, and then they went to the more powerful one. Right. Uh, but yeah, he dailies it. What about it a Raptor? Um. I, don't know. I can't get behind the Raptor either. Yeah, just it doesn't look. It looks the Bronco looks best as a fully stripped down steel wheel, two door, like two door. Like when, when you start putting all the stuff on it, it just looks I, I crappy. Agree. My mind here goes to like, why do you need a Raptor instead of just 
the nicest truck, like a yeah, just get a Forester, dude. Like a Toyota, Sierra, a Sierra Forester, because that's all you're gonna. Well, no, no, no. no. You're, all you're doing you want, is in using it to bring your Sierra kids. Doesn't he want sense of occasion? Isn't that the whole thing? Like he wants something interesting to drive up there. Sierra Denali with uh, maybe nicer wheels and tires. That's How about uh, something? Raptor's so like uh, juvenile is the wrong word, but. But it is flat bill monster energy. It is. It is. And like, what are you really doing out there? You know, you, you did, you built an Overland car and you didn't even use it for its intended purpose. And now you want some $70,000 truck that might be able to go over a bump. I or feel two. like you want like a, this kind of doesn't exist, but it's like an Audi all road almost, but like, it's like a stage rally family car because you want to be able to drive these twisty mountain roads and have Uh fun, which means you want to be, have a more driver's car. I know it's like, you want like a, you know, you want like a five series, but with a little bit of ground clearance or something, you know, but he's thrown out, um, Oh, that Mercedes wagon. What's that thing called? The, uh, the one that's like a little bit lifted. It looks pretty good. Yeah. They're going to be expensive, but, uh, he's I got, mean, yeah, he's talking about 70 grand. He's got multiple dogs and family. So I think he's looking at something to just throw gear. He wants a truck, huh? trucks. Yeah. Cause so. I mean, otherwise I would get like a, like a Cayenne turbo or something like, yeah. um, then, then it's big enough and he can do he's all already this got stuff. a Q5. Yeah. But that's, I don't think that's a Cayenne small. turbo's big enough. Cayenne turbo's small. I'm going GMC Sierra. The nicest one you can afford with some uh, your own touches. That's all. Final answer. I mean, he's a Ford guy, so you can get a Ford truck or something. <laughs> Raptor. Yeah. <laughs> all right, we're all back. I mean, we're I, back to I, Raptor, I think everybody. I don't mind. I mean, it, we have a friend that just got a new Raptor. <clears throat> he seems to like it. Who did? Charles. Oh, he did? I think uh, I, I, it does have a certain image. I mean, obviously, if he doesn't give a shit about that, like they do drive well, but I just really, really hate the way that the V6s sound. It sounds really bad. It's like a farting well, yeah. fucking trumpet. The it's Ford like, GTs on the racetrack are the worst sounding yeah. cars ever, maybe. Very, very bad. They sound like that. Yeah, they're so really, really bad. If you want a farting trumpet that also you can wear a flat bill hat. <laughs> but they make good power. Yeah, they do make good power and they, yeah, they handle well. They like, and they look pretty cool and, yeah. uh, it's, it's got that going for it. Um, I'm not as anti-Braptor as you guys are. I just don't like the fender bullshit. Like they, it, they look very tacked on. so wide. Like the extended fucking That's also another non And the wheels kind of suck. And Dude, the Raptor's a wide variable. vehicle. Like going to any parking yeah, lot. Yeah, they're so big. Any parking spot. Yeah, they're pain. Remember at Ford at that uh, Cars and Coffee thing? Terrible. Just get an RS2. <laughs> That's a, yeah, exactly. Get an RS2 wagon. Uh, maybe you can get one for 70 grand and it's going to be an appreciating asset and it'll sound cool and you'll get Cars and Coffee cred. E class wagon. No looks driving it on Westcliff because it just looks like an old wagon. E class yeah. wagon off road. That's what you do. Okay. Yeah. That's it for questions. Or what about a V90? The new V90. He wants a big Raptor. <laughs> it's so much smaller. I don't know where you're thinking. Like Cayenne's is such a small car compared to a Ford Raptor. Uh, not an interior volume. Yep. That's one of the, I mean, it doesn't, it has wise, a bed. That's the thing. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. it's a tiny ass little hatchback. I mean, tiny a, ass little hatchback. Yes. Pretty good size. It's pretty good size. SUV, I use it every, I use it he has like a Q5. It's not yeah, that yeah. much bigger. Like one, it's a whole class one suitcase above, bigger. Yeah. Probably. It's a class above. 
barely. Classic. Well, I mean, you, they slogan, sell the Macan and the Cayenne for a reason. Yeah, I know, but Macan different is classes. tiny, tiny, tiny boy. Which is a Q5-based. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, But the Cayenne's not much bigger. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like going full-size. It's not a full-size yeah. SUV. It's pretty. It's a big difference. Um, but no, I mean, a full-size is like a Tahoe or an Expedition. No, it's not that. And I'm I saying it's, yeah. it's like somewhere just a notch above a Macan. It's not like... I a mean, big jump. Yeah, it's one notch above, exactly. One, yeah. one class above. <laughs> one suitcase. One more class suitcases. size above. It's more, like the three series versus five series. Maybe like a Pelican case. It's three series versus five series. So yeah, yeah it was suitcase. enough of a difference exactly. to buy that versus a Macan for our use. So that was you know uh, you know it's a great size vehicle is my wife's Kia Telluride. That's true. That kind of fits like. It fits where it's way more drivable around the street than like a big full size Yukon or something. It's also and it's boxy, not and it's also not body on frame, so you actually have more room. Like mm-hmm. it's a better ergonomics inside than a full size SUV. Probably quiet, smooth, a very quiet, smooth, and it's a three row. Um, has tons of room, and it's but it's a, yeah, it's just a nice size. It's very maneuverable. People so like uh, Highlanders, a great deal. Minivans as well. Mm-hmm. All-wheel drive hybrid Sienna. Wow. Lifted. We're just throwing everything at this thing. Honda Pilot, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, exactly. This giant Honda Pilot. I think he wants, he wants, um, I can tell he wants sense of occasion. I, I feel him. I feel him through this question. And this is kind of like, uh, and, you know, I, I've been in this kind of mindset recently because, as you mentioned last time, like, I was supposed to go with something practical. It didn't have to be that special as my daily. And I went with something that is very enthusiast-focused, that is a performance SUV that is expensive to maintain. And 20 years old. And, and old. 20 years old. But I, I talked to Kevin at AutoWorks about this, and he brought this up. I didn't, and I agree with him. I, I'd like to have as many cars as possible that I can look back at when I walk away from, as we all talk, talk about, right? And I feel like I want everything that I own to be interesting and like, um, and but I don't want to have a $1,200 a month like fee, uh, you know, um, you know, bill either and get like an e- E63, but yeah, right. So like, I mean, like, you have the ability to buy something newer. It is just hard to find that thing that checks a lot of boxes. And yeah. And that, that's interesting enough where I want to look back at it and like do so, like that. And, but also like this particular car is kind of unique because it's like something that I've wanted for a very long time. You'll have it for about three months yeah. and then uh, three you'll months. move on. Yeah. Three months. Yeah. Um, right, let's see. that's let's a very take, bad, no, this is, this is, bets. I'm locked in. Bets. I'm locked in because it's a bad move to sell in three months. Cause this is a car that I feel is like just now starting to appreciate, but then based on what's happening. some other opportunity will come along. Ah, like Daniels. a high GT at a discounted. I don't know. It'll be something. <laughs> right yeah maybe it'll be a, a cayenne turbo how about a newer x5 was that out of the question i don't really like them like but the, they but like a five-year-old one or something they look pretty good right yeah but those are like you talk about like maintenance and shit that's way worse that's and should, those are really really expensive so that's like the main thing that deters me but like i mean there's like, a golf dude yeah. oh yeah but their family car is an x5 yeah. it's the hybrid or plug-in mm-hmm. whatever yeah i i i really like this particular gen the first gen i think it's super cool um yeah, I'm excited for it. Also, actually, uh, what is uh, what is Ben's Instagram uh, handle? I forget. Who Ben Roger? Ben Weiner, who helped us in uh, Charlotte. Oh. What are we doing right now? I don't know. The reason I, w- I just wanted to give him a shout out because <laughs> out. he asked us a question uh, a, like a month ago, and he he had four options or something. It was like, what is your favorite stage of car ownership? And it was like the purchase, oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. the modification, mm-hmm. and like all that, and like it he was missed, the hunt, the yeah the whatever capture and the, well it was the hunt uh the purchase he called it right yeah and then the uh the, the living with no he had another one it was, was like the 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 
person of ah, what's the word I'm looking for? Like to make it your own personalization, personalization. I think it was. Mm. And then the sale. And, uh, the one thing that's missing is what I'm feeling right now is the, is the honeymoon phase. It's like when you first get the car, it's like just like a few months. You didn't even get the car yet. I know, but I'm like deep in like research. Oh yeah. That's awesome. And I want, and I want, I love that where you look up every magazine that's ever been, you know, every article ever written about it. You're watching every YouTube video. Yeah. Yeah. And then when it arrives, I'll go through all the manuals and like, I want to read all the shit, like all that stuff. That's like, that's probably my favorite part. That's like, Mm -hmm. that it's the, I call it the honeymoon phase. Yeah. You notice everyone on the, road yeah exactly yeah that's pretty fun and three months later i think that's even you kind of get that when you're looking for it too you start doing all that right now it's like official though right it's like it's you're gonna have that one i'm gonna go into the garage and sit in it at night when everyone's asleep Mm -hmm. and go through all the buttons and press all the things dream about it um yeah buy my zhp all that kind of stuff i need to do one thing to the zhp that i think uh you know people will notice and it's it's one of those ugly things that is a hundred dollars and a pain in the ass to replace but i will do i need to borrow your tool is the cowl cover the plastic oh, is super yeah. Yeah, fucking around baked. the wipers yeah it's really baked and i found it it's it's a hundred dollars all day long everywhere mm-hmm. so i just need to get it and replace that because it really like spruces up the front i did the same thing on the e36 when i got it yeah they all yeah fail. it's a big thing with like 996s and stuff they would always yeah. be all gray yeah. and gross boxers too yeah yeah so bad yeah, yeah. And, and it's cheap and kind of easy yeah. to replace get a lot of thumbs up in that car if you're into thumbs up um, in what in the zhp Wow. Yeah. I got a, a dude in a Z3M pulled up next to oh, me I on mean, El Camino and he was like, made it a point. Like right next to me, like 50 feet be, behind the stoplight. Dang, I didn't well, even get any props on my M3. He knew it was a ZHP, dude. He, he just saw a license plate. Yeah. I think I had one tweaker on uh, at the lane say what's up to me once, but asking how much it costs for uh, if like, you own the hanger. I had a BMW <laughs> once. It's like rad. Sick. Yeah, that's it though. No I love love, no love for the yellow car. And then my friend, my son's friend, was like, "Oh, I remember I saw your car when I came into your house." I'm like, "That's right." And his sister was like. Why is it yellow? And he said, <laughs> why? Because it's cool. Oh, that's <laughs> right. Good, Good answer. That's, that's a great answer. Uh, six-year-old um, give me props. Logic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So That's pretty cool. So that's I mean, I the next generation, dude. That's cool. Yeah. The kids yeah. like it, you know? That's right. Uh, we went to a motorcycle show. Oh, the Quail Motorcycle Gathering Uh down in Carmel Valley. Yep, at the Quail Lodge. It's a nice little show. They do a good job. Yeah, it's... Uh, it, they changed it up a little bit since last time we went. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah? How'd they change it? So I think the last time we went was maybe the one we all went to, maybe, pre-pandemic. So. Yeah. Probably like 2019 or something. Uh, they lowered the price point a tiny bit hmm. from back then. I think it was $100 to get in back then. I think it's $70 now. Uh, and back then it was all-inclusive, so the, which just meant they had food. Get and lunch, you, like, lunch out of you it. would grab food. You would get food and... You know, they had tables everywhere. Now it's, uh, they had a bunch of food trucks. So they had like coffee trucks. They had a bunch of, you know, a bunch of food trucks and stuff. And then there was like a a VIP-ish option where you could buy lunch and eat Mm. under this like covered area, which is probably like 40 bucks. So it makes it, you know, it turn, you know, makes it that full price. But it gives the option of not having to do that because like in, in reality, it wasn't, the food wasn't that great anyways. Uh, when you do it that way, it's like just, 
I feel you the know. same way about the quail yeah. motor gathering or motor or whatever. Gathering. Everyone like raves about that. It's like, it's free food. It's like little it's like, well, no, you paid for it. And secondly, it's not that great. I yeah, mean, yeah. There's it's, options. It's, there's, it's good. I, I'm not yeah. saying it's like bad. It's just like. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Not a. Sometimes you're like, like if you go to a, uh, you know, a food truck is like kind of the best thing you could do a lot of totally. times because it's special. It's made for yeah. you right there. And you can choose which one you want. Otherwise, it's just buffet. Exactly. Stuff. Yeah. But um, so that was actually kind of an I think that's a good I think it's good that they did that I because too. I think it opens it up to a larger audience. You too. want more people to come and being under 100 now, like $70 now is not $70 pre pandemic, too. So, you know, I would equate it to more like $50 pre pandemic or something like that. Also, uh, it's the easiest thing to get to because. I'm used to going to the quail during it's car week. It's so nice. And we, I was with, I went with Steven uh, Kittrell and uh, he got a new 64 and a half Mustang, which is cool. And he was driving that for the first time. I was following him and then we were with his brother, buddy um, from Stoker, Captain, Captain Stoker, Stoker Coffee. Coffee. And uh, we were kind of getting into Carmel Valley and I was like, oh shoot, it's going to be like traffic-y and you have to go in lines and all stuff. Nope. Just drive right in. There's a guy just telling you to park. There's no charge. There's you no park on the vessels. lawn, like on the the golf course, like right across the little Which I think was like a hundred dollar parking pass for the quail, you know, yeah. or more. Or and more than that. Yeah. Dude. We just parked, walked across the street, um, went right in. You drive on the golf cart, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 And then you park on the fairway. Remember we, we drove in the SEC. I think you were driving and the, the, the car Kaspa. was, the car was way, way wider than the fucking car. Yeah. Car. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so nice, so easy to get to. It was pretty heavily attended, I think. It yeah, felt it like, bad. felt like a pretty good gr- crowd. Uh, I think the stats were 200-plus motorcycles on the show floor. And then there was a bunch of, obviously, people riding there on bikes, so the streets always, like, filled, lined up with bikes. And then there was a bring-a-trailer uh, alumni, gathering alumni gathering outside, which motorcycles. had, what, I don't know, a good 40, 50 bikes, right? Yeah, it was cool. And, I mean, we're not you know, super into bikes, but at the same time we can appreciate them. And the cool thing about it is when you're there and you start thinking about like, Oh, I'd be down to have like a vintage motocross bike Mm -hmm. or this street bike from Radwood era. Like they're not that expensive. And we could put one right here, like next to the podcast studio, like behind these two chairs, you could have a bike, several, several of things. So, uh, it's nice. But, um, couple standouts, like some really old stuff, which is always cool to see, like weird French, like 1920s pre-war motorcycles, and then some crazy customs, um, and then like the the iconic super bikes, like uh, the Rainy uh, Yamaha. Wayne Rainy Yamaha, Marlboro, Mar- Marlboro, I can't Livery, and then like uh, they have a preservation class for motocross bikes from back in the day, and those are like... I think there's a big following of that stuff. Really cool. Like it's, old Yamahas, BSAs, Pentons, like all kinds of yeah, stuff. Bull taco. There's Bull tacos. Bull tacos, yeah. And then there's my favorite, which is the Ducati 748R, which is cool. Like carbon wheels. And, and the yellow. And yellow, dude. Rad bike. Yeah. There was like, we, we've been seeing them everywhere. Recently. I know. <laughs> Where, I know. <laughs> and then a bunch of, of custom stuff like Roland Sands had a bunch of car there. I mean, bikes there. Yeah. Uh, there, a, the only thing... They're not a huge like Harley contingent. Yeah, it's it's a little bit subdued for sure. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not a Harley show. Yeah, but maybe that's just because this year they didn't feature it because there was like a BMW. Oh, yeah, actually, group. last time we went, it might have been the featured mark. Huh? Yeah, I think they do like like Quailwood or Pebble. Yeah, quite a bit, quite a lot of BMWs, um, a lot of British stuff. 
Yeah. I mean, a lot of old Italian stuff. There was like a scooter class with Vespas and stuff. Those are always rad. Uh, Rob Fuller of Z Car Garage, actually, his Vespa won like best scooter. Oh, oh rad. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, Vespas are super cool. Is that like 50s, especially 50s and 60s bikes are really yeah, cool. Yeah, his is like yeah. a kind of slate gray, it looks like. Oh, those and, are so cool. Yeah, really yeah, neat. Lambrettas are rad. Mm-hmm. Did, did they have any uh, EV bikes? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zero had a display with their new kind of super bike. Or yeah, a super bike-ish one and kind of a, a hybrid, you know, cruiser. I don't know. Like, yeah. They're, bike. they're cool. They, they look really heavy. They look really heavy. And I know they're fast, obviously, but... Uh, the batteries, it's huge, prominent thing. And, uh, I don't know. It's very interesting. And then there was a cool, there was a guy out of San Francisco that had done like a collaboration with zero and he made like a custom bike around their drivetrain. It was very like futuristic kind of Tron esque and it had turbo fans. Oh, that's cool. Which is, that was at the bring a trailer alumni. Yeah. It was all like a, like a kind of muted, like, grayish white but then it had neon green accents like where you could kind of see it yeah that's cool you know um it was a cool bike it was very and the owner was rad and um he was a fan of radwood too so that's cool yeah i like i I like some of those customs i remember last time we were there there was like a cyclops style one remember and it was kind of like steampunkish but like modern yeah yeah it's cool to see what people can come up with they're very artistic and Um, then we were walking around with uh I forget his name, but from Captain Stoker and he's into, um, choppers and he was pointing out all the, he's like, Oh dude, this motor and this, you know, these wheels are like handmade and this, it was just, it was cool. Cause I have like, I just look at it like a piece of art. I'm like, that looks cool. I have no idea if it's, you know, valuable or hard to make or whatever, but he was into that whole scene. Mm-hmm. Knuckles, what knuckles, about shovel, yeah, shovel head, head knucklehead, and head. There was those cool like Renard BMWs. Those custom bikes that were pretty cool. The, I think they're the from, gnarliest one was out in the Bring a Trailer alumni thing, and it was some weird like looked like a fire truck motorcycle almost, but it had completely exposed um, rockers and and Whoa. valves. Like so, you like oil them externally or something? So you the like, seat had a little like crotch guard that wouldn't let you slide forward. And then right in front of the seat was the cylinder head with valve springs and, yeah. you know, rocker arms and completely exposed. And so I think like Nick and I were looking at it, he's like, I think, yeah, I think you have to like oil it as you go along. Yeah. That's crazy. And that's it's right be in early. your face. Like, dude, you drop anything or like your hand hits it or whatever. Like, that's cra- That's old school. So um, wild. What about those ones that have a gigantic front wheel? Have you seen those? Is that like a thing that they're accepting or are they like rejecting that fad? It's like, like a they're bicycle? V- no, they're very like not, not a penny like farthing. Penny whistlers? No, no, it's like this, like, it's like in the chopper kind of modified kind of world. They're, they have oh. a huge wheel in the front. They're like low rider kind like of Like low rider style. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just curious to see if that's made the, the. This isn't <laughs> the that kind of show. <laughs> there was this really cool uh, French bike that Nick and I were geeking out on because Nick knows like all the details. You know, he's like a, he's a bike guy, worked at bike shops, like yeah. Ducati dealers and stuff. So he was like pointing out all this cool stuff. It's a pre-war french bike called a motor motor confort um confort really cool like uh, typefaces are really cool and logos too with all these bikes like i appreciated that like it's so cool how they wrote all and and they even had like a couple a quad and a three-wheeler but this motor motor moto confort just had a lot of really cool details and like a single piece like cast exhaust oh and all and, like uh, the fasteners and stuff were like had some artistic flair to mm-hmm. them and and yeah the lights and the yeah it was 
Crazy. And then uh, there was really cool. There was a Ducati custom bike that had a supercharger on the side of it. Do you remember that yes. thing? It was this huge supercharger on the side. Then it had the carburetor just out in the open in like, front of that, like, like almost in front of the bike. Yeah, it looked like a cannon coming yeah. off of it. Whoa. It was wild looking. Yeah. Uh, so this definitely brings out all the, like the, the like kind of like the quirky engineering, yeah. like all that kind of stuff. Yeah, they have a bunch of, remember a couple of years ago we went to that place when we did Radwood uh, oh, Atlanta? Atlanta, yeah. And we went to that shop and yeah. that guy had a bike. The, the, yeah. we, were, we had geeked out on his bike that was there. Yeah, and it was super random too because we liked his bike, yep. but it was like a late 80s kind of like like a YZR style bike, exactly. but it was customized. So it was like different. It was, you could tell that stuff had been done to it, like but it was everything had been touched. Yeah. But yeah. it was like not overtly changed. Yeah. And then we went to Radwood at, we had Radwood Atlanta and then we, um, and then Nick came up and he's like, Oh, I, I, you guys have to meet this friend of mine. He's like a fabricator. He's a bike guy. We went to the shop and the bike was there. It was like the bike that we were super into. Yeah, that was super weird. <laughs> yeah. There's cool stuff. Like look at these drum brakes, this intake on oh, it. That's cool. Yeah, How cool, cool is that? Cooling. Like, like Awesome. And then like little details, like this little thing on this Honda. Oh, that's cool. A little fin. fin. I think that's what's, uh, I think, addictive about these motorcycles is that they're not that expensive. They have a ton of cool details. They're like these mechanical objects. I don't, I just don't lust to ride them on public roads. Yeah, yeah. Especially those fast bikes. It's like if you had a huge property, like if you were like. Well, if you told me we're going to get on little trail bikes and go run up the Sierras on, on fire roads together yeah, and go camping down. super down. Yeah. I, I'm doing that as fast as I can, but, uh, well within limits. But if, if someone gave me a 748 Ducati and was like, go for it, take yeah, it up. Yeah, to like, no, I'm good. Like, yeah, pretty much yeah. like, ah, yeah. It's a little too serious, right? Pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. I just know how I drive and how I would yes. ride and I would, I know I would kill myself. You'd have full confidence, <laughs> like all of a sudden and just, yeah. yeah. And it's not even, and I, I'm not saying I'm a good rider. It's been a long time, but it's all the other people, right? The other factors on the road that you're worried about. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, I think we've talked about this before, like in an ideal world, like I would, if I were to ever build something, I would just have a dedicated track bike. Like I would only ride mm-hmm. it at the track. I yeah. feel like that way you're in a safe environment where yeah, you no can slide out. The track. And, and like there's all that kind yeah. of yeah, I don't know, dude. I remember I told this story before, but I sold like STIs to three guys that like broke their backs riding motorcycles. So they were out of, they were over bikes and riding and driving cars now, you know? Well, that's, and that, that was all like track, a, like all track. Travis Pastrana, like that's like a thing. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. So many, after so many injuries, he just decided yeah, to yeah. rally ride. Try, yeah. It, ride. It's, uh, uh, I, my, my thing that I always say is like any, all of us have been in an accident. Now imagine that accident if you're on a bike. Yeah. Not great. Right? Not great. Like imagine we rear-ended yeah. at a good speed. And it yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm banned for life. Like but my wife that being said, motorcycles are really cool, and this show is really fun. I immediately went and looked up my uh, dream moped because I figured, like, I should get an electric bike, like, for our camping purposes mm-hmm. and stuff. Like, that's what I should get yeah. because it makes the most sense. You don't have to deal with all, you know, all the things. But a Pook... I think they're called a Cobra or a Maxi. Anyways, it's a high tank motorcycle looking moped, but um, real simple 70s. And they're not that expensive. Like the nicest one to bring a trailer, I think was like four grand. That's the, you know, probably all the money as they say, but they're pretty cool. 
Yeah. Yeah. I would, oh. I would love to get it. Like I used to love vintage scooters back in the day and like I could see oh, myself getting one of those. Would be cool. And I'm allowed, I'm allowed to have scooters. I, uh, I, I was talking to Clark about getting a, uh, a really you cool. You have a ruckus. No, but like a really cool. You scooter, have a ruckus. But even cooler. Sir, you have a ruckus. You can make it very cool. Yeah. Dude, why don't you take your ruckus to the show? I know, dude. I should. I need to restore that thing. So we got, did I tell you we got a sir on at work? Oh yeah. I've written it. Oh, you wrote it in my work? Wait, didn't, didn't, wait, what's the one that I wrote at, at Laguna Seca? No, we got a Suron. Does 50 miles an hour. Yeah, Suron. Yeah. What's the one I wrote? You wrote the zoos. No. Or the, uh, the, the Malibu you wrote, edition. You wrote the, oh, you the wrote, vintage, uh, you wrote the vintage. You wrote the, what's his name, who I said, and who was the bike guy recently, like earlier in this show. And I said he had Roland Sands one. Rolling Sands. But what is that called? Isn't it Vintage Electric? It's it's, um, Super 73. Super 73. So Jared and Kevin are always talking about Surrons. They're like little motorcycles, motocross bikes. Yeah. Logan has one. Yeah, that's what Logan has. When you get them, they do 30 miles an hour. You literally like cross two wires and they do 50. It's kind of fast. And we put super moto, like moto wheel, t- wheel and tire package on. So yeah. smaller wheels with the yeah. what could go wrong? What could go wrong? Dude, it's insane. Dude. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's, it's like it. a real motorcycle. So the um, rear brakes are the left, front brakes are the right. There's no pedal brake? No. Oh. Yeah. Trippy. It's like a bicycle. It's, it's fast, dude. Yeah, dude. So what are you doing with it? Oh, uh, it just sits. Cool. Um, ruckus style potential it has a lot of potential a lot of potential yeah and they're super cheap which is nice yeah yeah they're they're like free yeah they're like like 4500 bucks (laughs) yeah yeah Uh, maybe more i don't know i think they're like six grand yeah yeah maybe they are it's cool they're pretty sweet though yeah sir s-u-r-r-o-n i think yeah maybe yeah sure i think so yeah yeah Yeah, they're pretty cool though uh do you have any project updates i think art went through his i'm uh I need to, so I'll just really quick, I'm taking the van on a camping trip at the end of the month and uh, it's got a sticky second gear synchro, which happened after the clutch job and we replaced the fluid. And after that, it was like, it lost its gunk that was holding things together. So I need to do a, like a fluid replacement and an additive, I think, to try that or just good fluid, like maybe a different type of fluid and see if that helps. It's a little sketchy though, because I'm like going up into the mountains and I could lose second gear potentially. But well, synchro like wouldn't make it where you lose a gear. I don't know what's going on with it. It's just, it's intermittent too. Like it'll be impossible to get into second gear unless I'm like really ginger with it or it ships normal. So do you think it's a, in the linkage then? No. It grinds going into second sometimes? Not grinds. It's really sticky and it's only after the fluid change. Hmm. But you don't think it's in the in the in the um, linkage? No, because it was sort of I could feel it. Second gear was sticky-ish before the clutch job. Yeah, and then after they did the fluid, it was like really sticky, like to the point where they called me and they're like, "I don't know if you can drive this." And then I drove it. I'm like, "Ah, I can. This isn't so bad." You but double clutch make it? a difference. Yeah. Like, did you if you drive it longer to make a difference? It doesn't seem to really matter. It's it's intermittent too. Like the way it's interesting, but the the linkage is like super funky on those anyways because it's all the way back right uh-huh but um no, it's, I know, like just, it's, it's like binding or something i'm just thinking if yeah. like some bolt was like a little loose and it was like you know. yeah so i was gonna have nick uh throw it up check all that stuff and then maybe put some fluid and additive in it and i just wanted to flush it out anyways because when they had done the fluid change they took off the drain plug which was magnetic and it looked like a chia pet oh. so um there's something going on in there yeah yeah but uh, i'm trying to get that thing ready and uh, 
yeah, but drove the E36 down to the Quail. That was fun. Yeah. Um, still need to do the front end, all that tie rods and you know steering. Is that this? Pushing. What's this list I'm looking at right here? I don't know what this is. Oh, okay, not mine. That's someone else's. That's a long list of parts of things to do. Yeah, it came with a CD. Steering rack bushings cracked. Alternator bushings. Rubber brake lines old. I bet uh, this is what. Oh, it's my Skyline. He went through my entire suspension and determined uh, that apparently all my bushings are original, and he would recommend replacing all of them. And you got to put a new motor in it too, with some extra turbos, I think. It needs a new. Oh yeah, I need to get a twin. Tur- <laughs> I need new cams. I got to get new yeah. engine software. I got to basically. I need. Yeah. I, he said I need at least 150 more horsepower. Yeah, and rip out the exhaust. Well, don't you need the th- don't you need the thing that that changes gears on it or something? I heard you need that thing. Changes gears. It's called a transmission. Oh, um, input shaft bearing is on okay. its way out. Cool rattles. It's not the type that you can service from the front like you usually do. You oh, have nice. to split the transmission case to do Little it. Little rattly boy. So, yeah. So, I told him, leave it be. I've had rattly input yeah, shaft bearings sh- and my whole life. Luke, throw some Lucas at it. And, uh, well, he put a red line in it. There you go. Um, but, like, so, I mean, input shaft bearings, it's like, you know, basically what will happen is eventually if it fails, it's going to puke oil into the clutch and I can't drive the car. You know, that's. Like, or it right. blows out. Uh, throws metal shavings into yeah, it. Yeah, I've had it blow up. Or throws metal shavings into the transmission. And he found, uh, I can't believe this. He said that a new transmission uh, can grand. be sourced from Nissan for three grand. So I'm like, all right, well, let's How just. But Lane was that little spoiler right there, as you're saying it. Oh, just, yeah. Throws it out there. Well, he talked to these guys, these like Skyline experts, and they're like, yeah, yeah you can, we we don't even rebuild them because they're so cheap. That nice. We just buy new yeah, ones. Yeah, that's basically. amazing. I can't Because it mean, would cost a lot and be a lot of time to that's rebuild. That's crazy, dude. A rebuild transmission, I would think, would be like four grand. Right. Yeah. So I th- I'm guessing that it's, I think he said it might be a 300ZX twin turbo transmission or some yeah, shit. Yeah. I don't, I don't remember. Sense. So, so I mean, if it was made for a ton of other cars, yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but a lot of this stuff, it's like, it's just all suspension bushings and, and brake line hoses and yeah. whatever. Um, but I told him to focus on getting the engine sorted. Cause basically we're going to do all new bushing or sorry, all new hoses on the engine side. We're going to do new O-rings for the injectors and all that There's shit. Tricky ones there. So let's get that sorted. And then I eventually will do some kind of suspension refresh, but, um, not yeah. a priority. I just want, I just want the car to run smoothly again. And I don't care to put more <laughs> to, to make 150 more horsepower is like he wants. Um, his whole thing is like, he wants like, he's like, yeah, man, like it'll be more drivable with more power down low. And I'm like, no, I like that. It's laggy turbo. Mm. Like that's kind of like the interesting part about the car. But um, I also like that. It's not super fast. It's like very usable. I can redline the gears and like it's mm-hmm. a usable power. You're here, you know, that yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, quick car fast, not slow car fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quick car fast. Yeah. You got anything, Lane? Um, well, I talked about it on the Porsche podcast, our Patreon only podcast that Nick and I recorded. Sign up for Patreon if you but, want. But, uh, yeah, go content. listen to Patreon only podcasts because they're back. And that's where the rally details will be posted yep. soon. Yeah, oh, yeah, Nick and I did a podcast because we both went to went to Lyft. You guys talked about it a little bit. I was on hoping the show. this podcast we would have your uh, water, air water, air water discussion, but you did that on the Patreon. We did it on the Patreon. That's fine. That's okay. I can say check it out. One minute about it is that it was like a, it was like the first day, but they added some like insignificant water cool cars, and it was like cars and coffee. What style. was the percentage of air versus water? 
Um, good question. It was like uh, half the cars from the day before were still there, and then they added yeah. a bunch of like uh, um, a couple boxers and race and, cars and, and like one nine forty four and what two nine twenty eights. And, and there was like some new like Le Mans car and some other stuff. Right? Maybe, yeah, yeah. There yeah. was, there was, there was like a couple cars they brought. Um, there was a Carrera GT. There was like uh, two Carrera GTs. Speed Blue. I hear. that Speed Speedster Blue. Yeah, it was Speedster Blue. Yeah, okay. that was a cool car. Uh, but yeah, it was, I mean, it wasn't, it was definitely like, I think they just did this as like a trial run kind of to see if there was any interest. Uh, but they definitely like, it was a little mailed in, you know, it wasn't, it definitely wasn't a full show. Show started later than the day before, ended earlier. Wasn't as curated. I'm it sure. wasn't that curated. At all. Yeah. But yeah. You- there was, there wasn't, it was weird. The weirdest thing was there was just a lack of like, there was like a Carrera GT, a uh, Transaxle, you know, 924. There was two of them maybe, but there was no like, there wasn't any, disp- I don't know. I wanted to see like the evolution of the 924 Transaxle. You know, I wanted to see like a little evolution, like. Or 928. You want them to like almost educate people a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like 928s like, for throughout the year. Yeah, here's the cool. 9, here's a 78, 928. Here's the first gen. Here's the second gen. Here's a GTS. Like, but they didn't even have a GTS from what I saw. There wasn't like. Yeah. There yeah. just wasn't that much. There was well, only, there's literally, you would think there would be a C in 944s. There's probably like three or four 944s. Yeah. I think this might be one of those things though, where they didn't. No one knew what it was going to be. I think now, you're right. Now they can yeah. come strong if, yeah. they do, if they do it again. I think question, there was one nine six eight. Question for you and Art. We, I was under the impression that Porsche had some ownership stake in Luft. Yeah. Is that not true? I'm, that's from what I know they do, but I don't know. Yeah, I felt the same way, and I heard that conversation uh, yesterday or today, whenever that was. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently that isn't the case, which I was surprised to hear. I'm still the jury's out. Hmm. Need more information yeah. on that. Because I thought that's why they were doing this maybe is to like create more uh-huh. of a attraction for their greater. I think audience. really like the last show in LA, you look at the, they had a Porsche only parking lot. Uh-huh. I mean, I didn't go to it. You can see there was a bunch all of pictures GT4s and videos. It's and like all create like this new shit, yeah. which people were into. And they're like, why are we not utilizing? We already have the space. Yeah. We already have the lumber set up for cars to sit on. We have the gates. It's like, we, we already have, have the gates. Yeah, we already have yeah. everything. It's like yeah. scab on another day. Um, it not only does it, it's not just a money grab because they're also like getting other people involved that wouldn't be able to be involved the day before. So totally, it totally makes sense. Um, it was just a, a little less of a, I don't know. I've heard, I've heard some people say, yeah, it was a lot, it was very mellower and cool, but it felt like it was like a lack of energy, I would say. And how many people, I mean, you don't know this answer, but I would, I'd be really surprised if people only went to Sunday. I don't, I think oh, some water cool people might've like right. some, like people that are only in like, you know, it's like the new money people, right? It's the people that bought their GT3 RS and that's all they're into. Right. Right. Because uh, otherwise it's, you're going back to the same place again. It's yes. sort of like, like so how you did. There was tons of people though that went the first day and were like, ah, you know what? I'm not going tomorrow. Yeah. Like, you know, it, it's a full day thing. You're yeah. burnt out. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. like, and maybe now they're like, oh, I should have gone the next day. You get that FOMO thing. It's kind of like car week with us. We're like, right. You're like, no, nah, I'm not going to go to that cool like event I because I just went, I need to go home. Totally. And then a week later you're like, God, I should have done everything. Yeah. 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 You're like, why didn't we go to the Porsche Zentrum party last year? Exactly. It's like, because we were burned out. Burned out. <laughs> we did you know? a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, there was there was definitely a 
a, a group of people that that did not go but i yeah i think you're right very little very few people just went to day two yeah um unless there was like hey i have a my daughter's birthday was yesterday or something like that too right uh but yeah i talked about this at length on the patreon only podcast so go okay. have a listen and the one update i did have uh i had the exhaust put on my boxster uh survey you, says uh it's awesome wait you didn't mention that yeah, you did. You told us that it's it's uh, it's awesome. Zero drone, like zero drone. Art says boomy, zero drone. Zero no, drone. but I didn't talk about it on the podcast. You did. I think you did. Yeah, you no, did. because I picked it up. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You did. I got it PPF. Sorry. Oh, that's PPF. what happened. Yeah. I was like, yeah, but I didn't have the car. Yeah, I did talk about the exhaust. Yeah, it's awesome. FD Motorsports, check them out. Um, but yeah, I got the car PPF, the front end PPF by Kevin, by Kevin's dude. How'd it look? It looks great. Nice. It's awesome. I saw the video. Feels protected. <laughs> yeah. You feel, <laughs> you dogs. feel like you can enjoy yeah. it. Dog. I mean, kind of dude. It's like, yeah, it's one of those, like it feels different in the 911 or, or it's like the whole, it's like these modern cars. It's like all paint everywhere, you know? Yeah. Oh, right. There's no trim. I don't know. Like yeah. even your, your BMW has like the black trim and yeah, a bunch and of, and there's like a bunch of stuff. And these things are just like big old sea of paint. And yeah. it's like, it like just, I, I, I was talking about this someone like patina can look good on an old car. Like the, my 911, I think they look good with some patina sometimes, sure, sure. but really a, a car with Chrome trim looks good with patina in my opinion it's like when it starts getting the rubber cars yeah. it's like it doesn't look as good newer cars look horrible if they have like if they look deep if they're yeah you know, the paint sad, but, and, but then i go back and forth on that because like seeing ali's car the targa his yeah. new his new car 991.2 yeah uh super dirty on the rally dirty though but not like i know but that's like but look at an look at like a uh, first gen boxster right like, like that's like the oldest modern yeah car right. with that like thinking. speckled paint with like, like crappy paint you're like no dude go up, paint that thing up, go be yeah up. even 993s a 993 doesn't look good with bad paint what about 964 no it's close though. I no, there's that. one that's like good. That red one, <laughs> right? That's like kind of tattered. That's what I'm saying it's like you can get to a point, but then but, 964, you're going older, and but it that's gets, also but that's the limit, right? But you're talking modern car, like yeah, yeah, I feel like it just looks like an old beat up car, like or it looks like a beat up car. It doesn't. And, look, and it's not only the age; it's the fact that they don't have a lot going on. Yeah. To like offset the paintwork, where I, that's why I think a chrome trim car or something like that is best because you have that bright work, like a car with like kind of worn paint and stuff. And then you have bright work that's in nice condition is always kind of, a right. cool and I think it's look. also like a, you have to go really extreme with it. Right. If it's a modern car, like, cause then there's yeah. a story there, right? Like I drove it 500,000 miles exactly. and like, all I've that never kind of washed it. Yeah. That kind of thing. Like a whole, but when you have like a little bit of rock chips and stuff, it's just like a beat up car. Yeah. I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind seeing like a 993 turbo with the, rear fender speckled a little bit like the wide body kind of like yeah. I don't know it, it's it works for me but mm. I don't know yeah. but I, I'm not saying you shouldn't have PPF your, yeah, your yeah. boxer because I don't know what your long term goals are for it but you well, know it sounds like you want to use it on the rally it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enjoyed it. Think about you it. also look at that stuff but but the the 911 like I have no desire to PPF it you know right yeah black too you'd see it easier and yeah, it's just yeah. it is what it is and I saw Ali did the same uh, ready for trivia Studis. It's trivia time. Trivia time. 
All right, it's that time of year again where we talk about the least expensive cars on sale currently. There are three cars that cost $20,000 or less. Can you name them? Wait, I'm bringing a trailer? No, new cars. Oh, new cars. Three vehicles offered for less than $20,000. Dude, I don't even know what Nissan makes anymore. (laughs) Uh, so the Mirage still being made? Bingo, Mirage. That's number two on the list. Mm, at seventeen thousand three forty. Is the Versa over twenty now? Versa sedan number one at sixteen nine twenty. Is that called the Note still, or is that? Just says sedan. I don't know if the Note is uh, maybe turned into a more of a book or a chapter. So okay, Mitsubishi Mirage, no Nissan Note. Okay. Nissan Note. <laughs> or sorry, uh, Nissan Versa. So uh, Versa, Versa number Note. one. The Versa cheapest. Note was the little, was the hatchback one, right? The wagon one. It was the one. cheapest one. This is saying sedan. So I think it's like the most rental car looking right. Versa you yeah. can get. And then Mitsubishi, Mitsubishi Mirage hatchback, yeah. which I can't even believe they still Surprised make. Surprised they still make I that. can't believe it's more expensive than a Versa. By 350 right. bucks. And then are we doing like a Hyundai the, or Kia? But uh, Kia. Really? It's Kia? Kia. Uh, Rio or something? Kia Rio. They oh, still wow. make that. He's wow. in there. 17875 Who knew? Who knew? So if you're at the uh, your Versa sedan for an extra 900 bucks, you can get a Kia Rio. Just saying. I feel like that's probably a better car. Um, this year marks the 50th anniversary of American Graffiti, which I think we don't give enough props to as a car movie. It's a full-on car movie. I love sure. it. I, I, it's one of those that I kind of overlook. I don't think about it. When I think of car movies, I think of Ronin. I think of Le Mans. Because well, it doesn't of, have any chases or any speed. But the cars it's are just the, cruising. It's the cars are like the one of the characters of the movie. Oh, oh as yeah. the town's also the character. Yeah, right? Wasn't it filmed like in Marin or something? Yeah. Or, it's one of the questions. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Um, so. Oh, no, it wasn't. George Lucas is from Modesto. This is obviously... Uh, a tribute to his youth and uh, growing up there, but it was not filmed in it's Modesto. Filmed at the bottom of like Mount Tam, which is a uh, San Rafael. I, or I forget what the town's called. There was a brewery Madera, there that I went to. Fairfax. Um, it is like Fairfax or something. I don't know. I'll wait Whatever. for a final answer. I've been to it. I don't know what it's Are called. You, uh, Mill Valley. Ooh. Oh, it's no close. Yeah, no. Shit. I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Um, so the. Original plan was to film it uh, in San Rafael. Okay. However, after one night of filming, they were kicked out because of disruptions to downtown businesses. They ended up in Petaluma. Whoa, Petaluma. They, they filmed most of it in Petaluma. The Mel's uh, drive-in, the diner, is actually the San Francisco one. The one on Geary, probably? I think so, yep. near the marina. Okay. Is that the one? Uh, no, no, there wasn't one in the marina. The, well, There's one, one on the one that has the big parking lot. It's like, um, maybe that's it by Masonic. I'm, I'm thinking of the one by, uh, Chrissy field, but there's one out there too. Well, there, yeah, there's also oh, one on Van Ness, right? There's the one on Van Ness, but that doesn't have parking. It's just like, yeah. yeah. So, uh, Petaluma is the answer to that, Petaluma. uh, which is interesting. And then, um, when George Lucas was uh, growing up in Modesto, he worked at some old, uh, like, European mechanic shops. And he drove a an unusual Italian car. Can you name it? An, an in Modesto in the 60s. Fiat Cinquecento. 
I think that's close, but no. Say cento. <laughs> is it the 600? Oh, is it a multipla? No. Dang. It's got a, a rhyming name. <laughs> and Art, when, I, when he hears just a little piece of it, he'll, he'll, his little brain will start firing on all cylinders. Mm. Otto... Bianchi. Oh, is it an oh, Otto Bianchini? That's it. Interesting. With the roll cage and a Maltese cross on the fenders, at oh. least until he was torpedoed by a Chevy while turning left into his driveway, the crash punted the Biakina with an A at the end, sidelong against the tree, breaking the seatbelt and hurtling Dang. Lucas onto the pavement. Holy he spent shit. his high school graduation in the hospital, coughing up blood, and the world came breathtakingly close to not having... American Graffiti, Star Wars, and all the rest. So wow. this brings me to my next point, which is the uh, success of this movie, which is crazy. It, it goes down as one of the, the highest uh, earnings to cost ratio really? of any mm. movie, which this article written by Aaron Robinson in the Haggerty Drivers Club magazine. Probably a points low out. cost movie though, right? It yeah, was the like total, a- total budget was 750 grand yeah. um, in 1973. It was re- released in 73. It's so. like five mil or something probably now. He, they made 115 million yeah, on 750. So that's yeah. what propelled him into Star Wars and all the rest of it. So American Graffiti, if you haven't seen it, Check it out. It's underrated. And it's also a really cool, like... I don't know. Is it underrated or is it just like... No, no. Because I feel like when I was a kid, we'd watch it all the time. I think for now, like the youth. Like they don't even know what it is. Right. Because the cover kind of sucks too. It's that cartoon art like that. (laughs) And it was during that time of all like the doo-wop return, like 50s diners. Harrison Ford's pretty sweet in it, huh? It's great. And And he was 32 Ford or whatever. He wasn't an actor. He was a carpenter that George Lucas asked to be in it. And then uh, Richard Dreyfuss was undiscovered at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, It's got a great cast and great music. I guess the uh, soundtrack was super popular as well back in the day yeah, yeah. and it's interesting too because it came out in 73 and it's it's about summer of 62 so, so it's, it's 11 years so I imagine know. if you made a movie about like 2000, 2013 2014 nothing would man it remember be. how it was back then <laughs> shit but things happen so crazy bruno mars then. was like a new artist <laughs> exactly yeah, katie perry in the house yeah still here Oh, shit. Um, yeah, that's like old man shit right there. But I dude. could watch that movie. Like, that'd be a fun one to watch here in the studio with people, like a kind of like a mystery oh, yeah. science Well, theater. that's one of those ones. There's so much going on and like so much car spotting. And you probably, I remember, I, I don't know if that's one of the movies, but I'm sure it is. It's one of those movies where you see the same car 10 times. Totally. Because they only had some. But it was also true because if you're just cruising one night in Modesto. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're only going to see the same cars. And that's, I love those one night movies like Days and Confused. Um, He's like, it just happens one night, one night only. Yeah. Pineapple Express. Dude, I saw a movie recently that was a one night only movie and I had never seen it before. And now I don't know what it's called. And it was, it was all, oh, it was Miracle Mile. Takes place on the Miracle Mile where uh, Peterson Museum is. Okay. So it's all that, it's all on that street. And it's like, there's like, a, the Russians are attacking and it, it's, uh, what year is it? it's like from 1988 or I something, 89. It. It's actually pretty good and weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. I forget who star, who stars in it. OT, someone, OTO, one night, 
but yeah, it's a one night movie. Moment. It's and it's it's cool that it's like right there. It's at that diner that you see Pulp Fiction. Yep. Like they're all these movies are filmed there. It's actually not even a real diner now. They only use it for, movies, it for movies and stuff. Yeah. But. Yeah, dude, I like took a screenshot of a of a movie that I saw the other day, and I'm like, for sure, Lane knows this movie. It's like, dude. fuck, now I can't remember. It was looking, weird, did you see the new trailer for The Meg 2 with Statham? No. No. Just give it a goog. Is it, it good? It's, <laughs> I mean, it's like the most <laughs> horrible thing you've ever seen, but I think it's going to be great. Really? Wait, the Meg one, it's like a big sea beast or something? It's or like what a is giant it? great white shark. Yeah. Like okay. giant, so yeah, you're yeah. talking Sharknado style, though. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. It's like it's really over the top, stuff. like really campy. Really not campy. That, not as over the top as Sharknado. Let's go be real. I think it might the be. The shark weird. flies into houses in the valley and eats people, <laughs> like climbs but, upstairs. But with that, though, <laughs> with that, at least they're going all in. This is almost like Statham's They're trying to be serious. He's, he's like kicking this shark in the face, and it's like the size of a skyscraper, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. The preview came on. And it was almost too much. I was watching it uh, last night. I'm like, what is happening? And then it was over. So uh, the Meg 2. Huh. And I don't even know if it's called Meg 2. It might be called like Meg. Watch these feeds. Badass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Keep an eye out. Did you guys watch uh, Formula 1 last weekend? Yeah, I watched the race in 20 or whatever. Oh, 30. yeah. Cool. That's a nice way to watch it sometimes. Yeah. Usually I'm like in a rush. And also I, it's kind of a gamble because if it's a good race, I'm bummed. I watch yeah, it that way. For sure. But at the same time, sometimes I don't want to spoil like it's like Sunday afternoon or Sunday night. I'm yeah, like, you dude, need to get it done. I almost can't open Instagram. Yeah, because I know gonna, you need to get it done, dude. I've never ever heard of this movie. I watched the the Catch Me If You Can with uh with Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah. this is in 1989. Catch Me If You Can. It's I've never even heard of that movie, and I'm like, this is something that Lane definitely knows uh, about. Dude, I have action hey. action romance. Stump. It says action romance. This is you, action romance. That's that's your middle name. Lane action romance skeleton. Dude, I can't believe you haven't seen this. this oh, dude. It also, the that's interesting. So the what's music, it called? It, all the music's composed by Tangerine Dream, Ooh. who was also all the music in Miracle Mile. And then they did all the mu- music in Risky Business. You're freaking me out right now. What's the movie called? Catch Me If You Can. That's Catch it? Me if you can, yeah. yeah. Which, it's an action uh, adventure. Yeah. If what's, you can't win the race... Move the finish line. What's the one with uh, dude, with Tom Hanks and Leo? That's Crap- Catch, Catch Me If You Can, can as well. That's, that's what he was, was just saying. Yeah. He looked it up and oh, yeah. and it came up with these two titles. So you know, Tangerine Dream, good, good, good group. I, Siamese Dream was a decent album by Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, that's true. It okay. was, oh, I mean, it was more than decent. That was good. Yeah, yeah. Some people don't like Smashing Pumpkins, Whoa. so I'm careful. I have tried okay. lightly. Oh, I saw I like, them live back in the day. I like them a lot. Well, please, in 95, bitch. Uh, yeah, that's pretty cool. All right, I got to go. Tangerine Dream, check them out. <laughs> All, All right, right, let's podcast. Later. Bye. See ya.